All right, all right, all right. No one ever asked for this, but I am here to entertain you listeners anyways. You're asking, what do I got for you? Well, T-Rex plays Valiant, a superhero tabletop RPG. Movie watch-along, movie and TV commentaries. Eight sides of MMA, talking local and world MMA. 80K Gaming, Xbox, PC, and PS4 reviews. But right now, it's time to misbehave with T-Rex and his guests. Let's hit it. Hey everybody, this is Trent the T-Rex Steinbrink hopping on early to let you know that this episode was recorded under safe conditions with everybody over six feet away from one another. We had Nathan Runkle swing by. He is somebody who is one of the biggest MMA fans I've ever met in my life and he is a blast to talk to. So we go over Fight Island, Tony versus Khabib, Tony versus Justin, back when it was actually canceled. And uh, now, guess what? It's back on, supposedly, for this Saturday, uh, happening uh, two days from now, I think. Not sure what day it is. Pretty sure it's a Thursday. <laughs> All right. So we also had Bethany swinging by, saying hi. She's awesome. My wonderful girlfriend, she is working from home, so that's why she's not there the entire time. We also had my roommate, John, who is the other pretty much co-host for the show. He talks all sorts about Star Wars and TV shows and video games. And to go along with that is Mac uh, calling in, letting us know what he's been playing, a few reviews on things, and his thoughts on the world at large. So I hope that everybody is staying safe out there. Give the love to those that are in your life that you care about. We all freaking need a little bit more love. And to spread the love, I've been uh, playing Neebs, or uh, on YouTube, I've been watching Neebs Gaming. So that's my recommendation if you need a whole bunch of stuff to fill your time. I, I find those guys just hilarious. A group of friends hanging out and doing what me and my buddies used to do, except for just on another level of, uh, of quality. So great, uh, absolutely wonderful uh, YouTube community to follow. Neebs Gaming, N E E B s gaming also a movie that john and i can both happily recommend on hbo is bad education uh starring hugh um batman god damn it i'm blinking on his name i want to say laurie and that's not right hugh jackman there we go yeah go check it out him allison janney fucking wonderful movie so without further ado i'm gonna go ahead and let you get into the episode Final note, I have to make fun of myself for saying Hugh Batman. Didn't even say the right franchise character. Nothing. I was just scrambling. All right. If you want to skip all of the Corona talk that Runkle and John, and I think I pipe in maybe once, uh, have, skip to 529. That will officially begin the show. Have a great day. St. Louis and Philadelphia both decided to take two different approaches on how they want to do it. With um, in St. Louis, they canceled all public events, everything back in 1918, mm-hmm. and Philadelphia continued with their um, their parade and like mass gatherings, more or less. And what happened is that in Philadelphia, they overcrowded the hospitals and lots of people died. St. Louis, because they flattened the curve. Mm-hmm. So to speak, yep. they were not overbearing on hospitals. Like it, it, it makes a difference, dude. That's like look at how South Korea has handled this shit. Mm-hmm. 
and it's just been like if everybody had done exact, which a lot of countries actually have modeled themselves after. Um, it's always countries with female uh, heads of state too. Like yeah. they're all doing great with it. Well, and here's the thing: is they also, <clears throat> yes, they have huge population centers, and mm-hmm. but their area that they control, their nation is much smaller. Uh, like, South Korea, yeah, yeah, like they're what is it? They're but they also have, but they also have huge population densities, very yes. close to each other, much yes, closer do. together. We, the only thing we have like that is like New York, Boston, Philadelphia, and Baltimore, like all kind of right there. We have that, but they have, they would have that's they have like triple that across there because, like you said, the country is much much smaller mm-hmm. geographically, so they have it's it's way. I guess well, my argument to it would be that. If they have to send out resources, they yes, they have to send out a lot more resources because of all the population centers. Well, it's closer to they the they proximity. they had they had a government that worked together. Yes, everybody worked together. Everybody they everybody was reasonable. Nobody was stupid. Nobody, you know what I mean. And quite frankly, no, you know, the people in control of the government weren't trying to profit off of it. No, they were actually trying. to And get- our government absolutely is, and it's really really. But anyway, let's talk about UFC. Look, look at China things. really fast. I know. I'm so glad that we're not doing it like China, locking down. Have you seen like them, like welding people into their houses? Yeah. That that would be. Well, China. That's that's because China doesn't know how to communicate to their people. They don't. They're they're. You know what I mean. But but we're you know we're heading that direction. That's that's what that's what we would like to control completely control the media to completely control everything to basically be a dictator. That's that's what. So they're trying to do, but all right, let's go and yep. switch up. Switch up, yep. You've seen three talk about that bullshit. No, no, no. All right, um, it's fun just to touch on. Anywho, welcome back to Misbehaving with T Rex. It's been like a year break, you know. That's how we do. <laughs> Jesus, you packed this motherfucker tight. Dude, to, maybe you might have to do like a little roll around it. Is it the? This is the actual, like, baseball pad of it. You might have to miss some of Yeah, this motherfucker's tighter than everybody. It might have gotten squished in my pocket along the way over here. So. No, no, you're, you're all good. All right, well, we are uh, recording a podcast. We're respecting social distancing, and we've each got our own individual things. But anyways, uh, welcome back, everybody. Welcome. Yeah, this is a little bit weird, a little bit much different setup than usual. We're all good. Like triangulated what? in a six Eight foot. to ten feet away from each other. Great. Uh, all got our own stuff. But we're, what, f- about a month into this now? About yeah. a month and a half, yeah. Well, I mean, it's... Well, yeah. for um, quarantine, they started, probably about um, a month. The 23rd of March, wasn't it? It was before that, because I know the 23rd was my birthday. Or not the 23rd, excuse me. So, yeah, I know I was quarantined on my birthday, so I know that. What did I come home? March? Maybe? Yeah, I think it was like the 18th or something like that. Yeah, it was, you know, it was around there, but... Yeah, uh, this, yeah. The 13th was the last day of school. Oh, yeah, and then there was a few... It was like a few days later that, uh... <clears throat> that we, uh... Hang on, I'm going to check my text real quick because I can tell you when my boss sent the thing saying that uh, 
Well, on the 19th, and I think it was the day before, maybe the day before that, that we actually shut down, is when he sent in things, basically arranging for us to do our PTO and whatnot and all that stuff. But at that point on the 19th, bars and casinos and everything had been closed. Yeah. Um, I'm still, and I don't, I still don't talk about it, uh, essentially NBA, but um, I'm an essentially point employee, and Mm -hmm. that's interesting. I'll say that. It's interesting. Because there are a lot of people who will come in and not appreciate the fact that you're still there providing the services that you are. Mm-hmm. And they'll have an attitude about everything and be mad. And it's, it's not our fault. Mm-hmm. It's not our problem that all of this has happened. We're, we're, we're still here. We're still doing, you know, it, so it's just like, it, it's that, that's that frustrating. Yeah, exactly. Where yeah. you, you feel like you're <clears throat> putting yourself at risk, but for mm-hmm. very little appreciation. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I mean, and it's just. On the customer a- aspect. My yeah, I mean, I mean. It's the fuck out of me, so I appreciate that. My sister was telling me she uh, she works at Lowe's in Houston. She's one of the the managers, and she uh, she was saying like you know she's like we're essential you know we're 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 an essential business and I understand we should be because hey if a water pipe breaks in your house or something or you know what I mean you have to fix a hole in your roof or whatever and you can't afford to call a contractor you know how to do it you have to be able to get supplies. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this should be, you know, Lowe's and Home Depot should be open. But she's like, but that's why they should be open. Not for Karen to come in and scream at the cashier because the fake flowers she wanted for the Easter arrangement that she was going to make, you know what I mean, aren't there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, why the fuck are you even here? You know what I mean? Like, There's you can't skip the arrangement this year. I saw an interesting argument from a Amazon employee about, like, they should only be selling essential items. Yeah. They, they shouldn't be selling the, the, the bullshit because, like, like, and I get it, like, to be that person on the line working and to see, like, all this junk that nobody needs and isn't going to be making, like... Well, that's the know. thing. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're creating much more of a demand. They're creating a, a much... It, it makes it way harder for the people at Amazon. And, yeah, actually, they should. They should... They should do something like we're like, okay, so there's going to be a limited amount of, you know, like you said, bullshit stuff that you can buy. I mean, you can't get rid of all of it, but you can get rid of a lot of it. And, and I'm still going to need a little bit of entertainment. See, like, at the same time. And even if they, you know, at they the can just say, time. we have their streaming service or stream stuff. It doesn't cost a lot. But like, and then there, there's always that flip side of, though, of like, at what point does that stop? Them? I know, and who's gonna and, and who's to say that, which that. company gets to keep their stuff? In yeah, the pool and yeah, and so it's just it opens a yeah, bigger door that you don't want to open. But it is dumb though. People shouldn't be, you know, in it's it's just. But that's that's our society today. So it's just yeah. kind of like we shall see how things turn out. <laughs> you know, that being said, Under Games is over because of all this bullshit craziness. We got to live one fuck of a week and a half or so, I would say, living out at Fight Island. Dude, I so badly want to see Fight Island happen. It's pretty much dead in water now. Is it really? Oh, Oh, yeah, it's the fact that um, Dana has announced that Apex Center is going to be the host for their next how how many ever events. And so so it's just one of those... It's not feasible. What's Apex Center? 
It's, that's the in Las Vegas. Yep. Oh, that's their big UFC gym. And okay, yeah. I just yeah. thought it was called the UFC training facility. Right they tore. Remember how they tore down the original like tough building because they're making way for like. Oh a God, I forgot about that. Yeah, that and they're building a whole is. new complex, right? Yep. Okay. The Apex Center. Yeah, because uh, essentially we we're gonna have Tony Khabib. We were finally there. Everybody was healthy. Everybody was fucking ready. And then. Uh, and the world throws a pandemic at us. I know. And yeah, so, and it's like, and it sucks too, because like, because I mean, Khabib went back to Russia because they told him like, dude, if you want to go home, you better go home now, or you're not going to get to go home again for till God knows how long. Well, at the time, there was still rumored to be somewhere on the that hemisphere of the world. Well, there and was it was also like it was also like, oh, go home because you might get stuck, but chances are you'll be back in a week, and that's what everyone thought. And he was like, nope, that's not how it turned out. Changed daily. Yeah, daily. Every time. We- Dana got it, you know, got it figured out. Another wrench was thrown his way. But, yeah. I mean, to the man's credit, he literally figured it out every single day until... He did, but at the same call. time, like, the whole way through, especially the further into it it got, the dumber it got to chase after it. When everything else in the world is getting fucking canceled, it is not Exactly. Worth it. And, it, and, it, and it's kind of like, dude, come on. They're, you know, Especially in a, tr- a sport where it's not like playing fucking chess. No. You know? Exactly, like, exactly. I mean, I like the stuff that I heard the NBA is going to try and they might start doing horse from home competitions, live stream, cool. where like NBA oh players goodness. will in their home gyms play horse against each other, you know what I mean? And try and do it. That sounds like fun. Right. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I mean, there's, there's, there's things you can do. You know Absolutely, I mean? but they've got an archive. And if it would have just been like, okay, we are going to bring in Tony and Khabib, and we are going to give you a fight. Okay, then you can have your camera people there, your judges there, your ref there. You don't have to feel unsafe. You're not getting mm-hmm. above crazy numbers. But he wanted to put on a full card, so that means all of those fighters, fighters' corners, fighter. You know, that just, means a lot more medical personnel. So you also a lot look more. At- Nobody's going to be in the crowd, though. So it could have been a little bit more feasible. Well, you see, the but when so many of those dies, people, is it worth it? So many of those people, though, that, that are there have to be close to the ring. True. Commentators have to be close to be able to see it. Judges have to be close to be able to see it. Um, corners have to be close to be able to help the fighter. Uh, uh, medical personnel and doctors have to be close to be just to be on hand. True. Camera people have to be close to be able to film. True. You know what I mean? Personal, so you're talking like 30 like, people are just around the ring... I think there was talks about no one can be six feet apart <laughs> in like a different area. See, like, and, which that, that's only two people, but that's two yeah. People I mean, if you want to put the judges, that would be interesting though to have the and judges like not at ringside, have the judges watching. That's another thing I think they were actually talking about, and I think they're also going to um, kick down the corners to only one person in each corner versus your um, no matter three what you get or four. It's too five. much, and if any of those fighters, any of those people test positive. Mm-hmm. Very true. You you immediately look like a fool, and if, God forbid, one of those people were to pass, I mean, what the I know, fuck? and it's going to be like what some the photographer then, then who this is their big shot. It's mm-hmm. very apparent. Like, it's been apparent that they're only about money I don't, over mm-hmm. the past few years, but... Oh, USC, oh, yeah. Ever since the Reebok deal became... But I, just on this part, it seems like he's trying to keep people going because a lot of these people are only fighters, so this is their only really source of income, so, and they paid to have the camp. That being said, I understand 
Here's, here's and Dana could easily pay those people. What she's doing right now, he, he yeah, he should everyone be. He that absolutely wanted to be. step up for the two four nine card. He's paying for their camps and he's paying fighters he's that went and anybody. fought on that London card, that weird one, the the the, the one where it was quiet because like that was, was Brazilian, Brazil, whatever. Yeah, those fighters. Some of them, like, it took longer than it should have for them to be paid for going and fighting. Like, th- there were just weird instances. There were fighters who were... It was the London card where they were there, made way, and the event got canceled. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to be paid until, like, it was, like, Dana had said, like, oh, if any fighters need anything, get a hold of me. And, like, one of the fighters was like, yeah, I stood up and made way, and you didn't pay me. I'm still waiting for, like, am I going to make money for that? You know, it's, it's stuff like that where... Um, and well, it's, like, it's, it's um, a lot about control too. Cause that's, I mean, notice how, cause I've heard him say that before. They should just reach out to me. Why should they have to reach out to you, dude? If they need something, why? So you can control what's going on, what, you know what I mean? Why isn't your company set up to make sure that your fighters get paid? Kind of, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how is that not, the, the, you know? Where, where they're like independent contractors, that's, but they're under contract. I know, yeah. exactly. It's the same thing that WWE does. Doesn't it? Isn't it? Yep. Well, WWE also gives them insurance. And, I well, mean, wait, they so just, but they like, didn't they just get forced insurance? into that? Essentially, WWE, no, no, they, no, they, no uh, that the, way the UFC did. Oh, yeah, the, the UFC, UFC did. Okay. The WWE's been in that way for a while, but at the same time, but I think they got forced into it though back in the day. Yes, they did because they because people were. I mean, well, because they were trying to um, unionize, but Vince McMahon. Won't let it, which I can understand why. Yeah, that and that was his concession, right? You don't yep. unionize, I'll give you insurance, right? Yeah. Something like that. Okay. And uh, and so here's here was going to be my um, argument as to why I say that they've been just about money and why Dana has been foolish with all of this, and it's because Endeavor is essentially going broke. Like the yeah. company that bought them is not doing well. Their no. biggest payment, the the UFC's biggest payout, has been to the celebrities that have stake in them right now. Yes, that has been the most money that they've paid out. So, like, I, I don't, I truly don't believe any of this has been about the fighters. I don't mm. think it, it has just been about money. It has been about they the fact the that if they stop, like, since this, they've been um, put at risk apparently, um, and I forget if it's stocks or their. There's oh, their standard. credit rating. Yeah, the credit, credit rating. rating. The credit rating. That's what I read. Because yeah, I read risk. the credit rating is now at risk. Yeah. Yep. And it's because they like they had one of those business models that seemed successful so long as they could fucking power ahead. Yes. And if they kept powering ahead, they were fine. But then you don't see. But that's the problem with all this shit too. Is is anyway? This goes into what I with big businesses and stuff. Like, yeah, everyone's making a lot of money as long as you know. But you can't afford to take a month off, or you're toast, or because suddenly you're you've got money going so many different places that if you don't have any money coming in, you're screwed. Yep. And that's just not a viable way to run a business, in my opinion. No, you know what I mean. Well, and the reason a lot of it is money is going out is because they're paying people so much, blah blah blah. So it's like the people are getting richer, and that's why. You know, and if you look at it, dude, the the Fertitta sold the UFC. When they were super hot. Like, they still had... Oh, yeah. Conor McGregor before he ran away and did Boston. They still had Ronda Rousey. The Fertitas, the Fertitas, I feel like, they like, took kind of looked at each other and were like, it's kind of time, right? Now, yes. this stuff is huge and right the now. fact that they did, they were going to... Um, there were Saudis and Chinese people that were trying to buy it, but um, our... Um, 
Who's the guy, the manager? Art something. I'm uh, not sure. The whole um, entourage that series is at, is based off of him. Oh, and it has, or not Entourage, is it Entourage? Ronda Rousey made an appearance on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, Entourage is about, sort of about Mark Wahlberg. Well, like the main character in Entourage is like supposed to be Mark Wahlberg. What? what Ari like, Gold? Ari Goldman, yes. That's who, and Ari Goldman, since he was... Lloyd! <laughs> yes! <laughs> so that, okay, so the, so the guy you're talking about, his character was kind of supposed to be based on, so he's like an agent yes. or something? Yes, and he's okay. a manager, and he was the one that um, the UFC wanted to sell to, so hmm. they, and they just wanted at least $4 billion, but they had bigger offers, but at least they sold it to a, a, a huge fan versus off to another, but yeah. I was going somewhere with this, I kind of lost... Where I was going, I'm sorry. Well, I just, I, I think... think we can easily come back. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, I, I just feel like the UFC, you know, for me, once the Reebok deal hit, and it was like, wow, this is really good for the company, and kind of fucks over the fighters, and we're just going to mow right ahead, and everyone's going to have to eat the shit sandwich. I was like, wow, they really are just about the money. Yep. And ever since then, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're not, it's not like Dana's not a fan, it's not like Dana doesn't, you know. He cares, like, he cares I, I don't about this stuff. He doesn't care. It's not, it's not that, it's not that, you know what I mean, no. he wants the worst for the fighters, but when it comes down to it, if it comes down to, to him eating his share, he's gonna eat his share no matter if you get your share or not. Yep. True. Yep. You know what I mean? I also think that he thought the Reebok deal was gonna be like, you know, football jerseys, everybody wants them. I know, and then they and it came was just out like, and they sucked. Like, for whatever reason, it's and like they cost so much. Looked past the fact that, like, <laughs> as dumb as it was, like your fans had something to like stand mm-hmm. out and to feel like they like were slightly individualistic. Yes, with the I mean, as, as terrible as it was, all the Affliction shirts. Everyone knew a UFC fan when they saw a brunch bros and Affliction shirts. Like, okay. That, be, that being said, with that, uh, real quick segue. John, I know you've uh, seen at least an episode. Have you watched any more? Of what? Willow, good kill. Yes, yes, honey, I hear. Oh, my goodness, I hear. Yes, you, you killed your fish good. Good job. Uh, new <laughs> listeners. She's literally uh, looking around the saw it, right? Yeah. <laughs> For listeners, I uh, got two kitties, so you'll hear them. I'm sure you've heard them being <laughs> But, um... So, uh, John, have you watched any more other than the Oh, Tiger episode? King? Yeah. No, I haven't. I've gotten into some other stuff. There, there's a, uh, the, the post show with Joel McHale, and I actually really liked it because he talked to everybody except for Carol, who will never talk to this documentary crew ever again. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, also, uh, they didn't talk to Joe, which is good because everybody got to speak honestly about Joe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness. Hi. Hi. Come here. Shush. Shush. Um, and so uh, everybody got to speak honestly about Joe, and you know you you got to see like a, a true look at them, not a crafted look that the yeah yeah you know not the, the an edited cut together. To yeah, we're gonna yeah. yeah. And uh, there was just one Make moment where, trash. like, the dude where it's like, I think I sent you guys the photo, but with uh, Joe's ex-husband who got the new teeth and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sure, he got new teeth and all that. And he can say he's been as sober as he wants, however long, but 
in one of those interviews, in that documentary, his pupils are different sizes, like Bethany pointed out. That's not normal. <laughs> Isn't that usually mean, like, brain injury? I thought that meant, like, a concussion. Or, or meth. Is it meth? I thought meth just died Like, out. it's one of those maybe, maybe... They also can make it super contrast. Let's say you're in um, a super lit area and you have, like, lights on you and everything. You can make your pupils go. Well, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's I just, mean, yeah... Maybe Usually, it was just, I, I thought I don't know. I'm not a doctor, right? But it's just one of those where it's like it turns out he just nailed his head that morning. Maybe. <laughs> He's a redneck and didn't do anything about it. Trust right. me, dude. I know guys like that would not go to the doctor. <laughs> He'd be like, my hair <laughs> for a couple of days. Maybe I don't know, you know. But, but it hey, was, or he it might was be one of those thing. where it was just kind of like, look, dude, you can whatever. It's it's all good, you know. People still are, like, huge fans of you, you know, no matter what, but yeah, it's there like are a the, few people who had to, like, go and make, like, I want it known that, you know, that whatever example of them was shown, they're like, that's not me. Yeah. You know, and so... But it's most of them were just like, Joe belongs exactly where he fucking is. And, and, I mean, and that's just it. Like, for all of, like, the memes and all of that shit, like, Joe is a bad person who deserves to be punished for that. Yeah. Yes. Just because they made him look like the hero in the show does not make him... Well, it's... And if you actually... He's right. Exactly. Like, I think you were about to say, they don't make him the hero, dude. (laughs) I, I read an interesting comment on Reddit that pointed out that if you are actively watching the show, there are no heroes. But if you were just on your phone fucking around and have the show on in the background, oh, Joe's awesome. Because you're not paying attention. You're not seeing all the pain caused around It's like Scarface. It's like Scarface. You watch the movie Scarface, and you're going, fucking Tony Montana, hell yeah! <laughs> he was a sociopath, like, psychopath, okay, yes. who murdered and did everything else and, like, deserved to die in a hail of bullets like he did. You know what I mean? I know he's fictional. Come to find but... out that motherfucker went on to own a goddamn tiger farm. <laughs> <laughs> I think he made it out of that scene. Um, <laughs> like, okay, so you haven't gotten there. They introduce another tiger owner who the movie Scarface is based off of who went to jail for doing his time. Doing all that stuff. They mention him in one episode. They don't yeah, have they time to fucking go like back. <laughs> don't they make it look like he's one of the main characters? Like, Absolutely. when you see his story... Never once mentioned again. Talk That's about it the anyway. magic of this documentary. Is as you're watching, every five minutes, you're like, "Well, there's the episode." Oh, oh, that's not the episode. We're we're not going back. We're not ever going to talk about that again. Okay, so, so that was just something that happened. Yeah. Now, here's the like, thing: is if any of the if any of this was fictionalized, do you think anybody would like this show? If this was 100 percent fiction versus real life, because well, it has so many twists and turns, would it be I, believable? I think like, that if this were a TV show, we would have gotten four seasons out of this shit. It wouldn't have been all crammed into seven episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> they're, you know, and they're talking about doing more and, you know, and trying to read the cash register again. Why, I don't know if that's a good why idea. try and make a movie out of it? Exactly. How can you out Joe Exotic, Joe Exotic? Yeah, all no the shit, right? recreations of Carol that I've seen are just like, yeah, you're trying to be Carol. It's one thing to do something off of, like, a documentary that was, like, really well-received, and stuff, but then to do something under, like didn't was it well, like, even, even, even a documentary, even a documentary that was generally you know the biggest documentary that year, not very many people. Saw I guess it. going back, what you was the docu- biggest documentary you personally can think of? Recently, Blackfish, 
Okay. Something like that. That was a big deal. It Which apparently Carol thought she was being a part of the Tiger Blackfish. Which that, she kind of was. Well, no. I don't know if her practices were, were put in the spotlight, but well, Blackfish... But, but the thing same. is, like, no, she wasn't, because they never get in... Like, as much as they talk about the Tigers, they don't talk about the Tigers, because that's not what this documentary is about. This True. documentary okay. is about the craziness. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's the tigers just happen to be the focal point that that I've been reading a lot, though, that there's isn't there a lot of abuse of the tiger show? Now? Yeah, there oh, is. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. it's in such a way that, like, it it's not the focus it of because the if you give more it. to it, it makes it the most depressing fucking documentary that you don't want to finish. It doesn't <laughs> right. matter with because then it makes everything instead well, and of that's, I mean, I mean, and to be perfectly honest, you know, you watch Blackfish. That's what kept you going the entire time was because they didn't get into the deaths really and like footage and stuff like that till towards the end. Yep. There's a reason for that. That's how yep. you tell a story. You know what I mean? You don't you don't show the you know you know what I mean? You don't bury right. bury lead. So it's so just Blackfish. Mine um, that I was thinking about was um, just because it's semi fresh in my mind is uh, Smashing Machine. Right, Smashing Yeah, the Smashing Machine. Machine. That was that was nineties though, late nineties. Yeah. Um, um, I would say, I mean, like recently there was that. Uh, well, no, I'm I'm saying what was the first one you heard about that you remember that was like big that like because oh, like this this became a fucking phenomenon just like that. Yeah, this, I think this because is a legit cultural phenomenon. I think because of the pandemic, everybody mm-hmm. was locked in, so and it made it something media. more than it was. Oh yeah, social, social media. media and. But like, well, and everybody has time to watch it because you could tell somebody you gotta watch it. It's the craziest thing. It's only seven hours, and it's like, and, and it's not like somebody has to go. All right, I'll catch it in a couple weeks. I'm, I got deadlines at work, and no, no, not anymore. Right, exactly. Yeah, and so it's like there, there's that. But the Major other documentaries, documentaries that are out there, it, National it's Geographic. A lot of those, like That's honestly, that, that like the one well, with Morgan Freeman. Um, yeah, well, Planet Earth. Well, I mean, there's, but like, there's stuff like, you know, you know, like Michael Moore stuff, you know what I mean? Which I personally... He's really just a shit filmmaker, I'm sorry. Make he's a, a movie out of Like, do try I, and make a movie out of Blackfish, and it's just gonna be... Right, and that's the thing, because Blackfish really didn't have a Joe Exotic. <laughs> and that's kind of the big deal about this whole thing, is that, is Joe Exotic's personality <laughs> is such that, like, he can carry a show. <laughs> yes. Plus, it also doesn't help or doesn't hurt. I'm sorry. The fact that um, didn't he like pretty much film every day of his life for like 20 years? Well, that, that, that was, oh, oh, sorry. That was gonna be my point from way back so, when. So like he's got he's got so much footage. A to character you haven't even met yet, Jeff Lowe. He owns like 50 or 60 affliction sh- shirts um, because uh, he, he shows up and he's the guy who takes over the zoo after Joe mm-hmm. and everything. Is- but like. He the bald guy? Well, maybe bald. Well, he had the henchman who was like the or the the, the guy who they portrayed to be like the, the hitman or whatever. Yeah, he always had a hat on and he had the wife. Yeah, and he had like I got a hot. Uh, his wife was pregnant. And they were getting a hot uh, baby sitter girl person nanny nanny. That's what it is. And so now apparently, if you put in Jeff, and let's try it real quick. That is, if you put Jeff in Google. Yeah. It pops up uh, his name and at no, well Jeff Lowe nanny is for search. It just gives me a bunch of different names, but Jeff Lowe is the third one down. <laughs> wow. Jeff Hughes and Jeff Monson are the first two, and I'm pretty sure those are five. Jeff Monson? Yeah, yeah. Jeff. Mon- 
The tighter? I'm pretty sure this is because it is giving me my search. Oh, based on your I search a lot of fight related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of like, you probably want a fighter. Yeah, yeah. But it is, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like. He was a character. It became this phenomenon, but I don't ever remember any other documentary. Like, there were ones, even like that one about uh, Lance Armstrong. Mm -hmm. Like, people saw it. The one about Arnold. People saw it. It was it was kind of a well. There was there was something like like a, catfish. The yeah, catfish. Okay, okay, that was a much much lesser degree cultural phenomenon. Yeah. I mean, it was it was popular enough that it got the guy his own TV show on right MTV. on MTV or something. You know what right? I mean? But it wasn't like it wasn't Tiger King. It no, wasn't. It, no, it wasn't yeah. even. It's playing the same sport, but not nearly in the same. League. Yeah, yeah, it, and it's just one of those things where, sadly, because somebody lucked into finding. This random craziness, this this hodgepodge. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't know that like we're we're gonna see a bunch of documentaries trying to out Joe Exotic, Joe Exotic, and it's gonna be a fucking nightmare for a little while of just like guys, stop, just stop mm-hmm. finding crazy people. It's not worth it. it. Yeah, yeah, like. Well, we have this thing called. There was that weird mix because you had the cats that got people, the people who care about the animals. That's the thing. That's the thing. You have, you have the cats, you have the, you have Joe Exotic himself, you have the fact that it is all. Carol Baskin, just in her Guns, lots of money, you know, um, lots of characters. I mean, not just, not just Carol, that other guy who runs the, uh, yeah, Jeff, Um, oh, oh, um, and Doc Annell. We haven't even mentioned Yeah, the guy who runs the the other sex cult. Yeah, there's, I mean, dude, there's, there's all sorts of, and, and that's, and I think Mm. that's just a, you know, it's just a perfect storm. And so, I mean, you're going to have to find something somewhere that tops that. And that's the thing. Like, why would you want to, Look for that, you know. Like, and that's the thing. If it doesn't have murder, if it doesn't have this, doesn't have that. The fictionaliz- uh, fictionalization of it, I think we're going to start to see that now more and more. It's going to be yeah. more of that, like, what was it, A&E, where it's like, they went from having reality shows to, they have shows that present to be reality. Yeah. Yes. You know, or, no, or, 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 or TLC. TLC, TLC yes, that's what you meant. That's, yes, yeah, oh, A&E does it too. With well, A&E trainers. Yeah, um, History on, Channel. Come on. No, History oh, Channel. History, oh, okay, my bad. That's History yeah, Channel. That's yeah, A&E yeah, actually, A&E's the one who does like 60 Days In, Intervention, intervention Hoarders. hoarders. Yeah. Their, their stuff is actually like quasi-real. TLC went from literally like being the learning channel. Like you could watch shows about learning how to do. It was really cool to being like, the most salacious, crazy, you know, clickbaity. Type. Now, who says we're still not learning? Maybe we want to learn how not to be that way. We just oh, have to you be know, dumb enough to watch it. Here, here's the thing, too, and I think you're right, Trent. I think this is a uh, people trying to make Tiger King, t- trying to get that lightning in a bottle again. You know, yeah, look at Fire, the, the the documentary about the Fire Festival. That is some batshit craziness. That really truly happened. That involved celebrities. That involved tons of money. Blah 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 blah. And it wasn't half as interesting as Tiger King. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? So it's like, what do you? I mean, even if you're swinging. I'm apart, sorry. Which documentary did you? The fires. Know? The, the stuff fires. about the fire festival. Oh, 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 yeah, that was amazing. I loved so both that. Was great, both of them. Though they were great, but they're still not Tiger King. 
Um, as crazy as all that shit was, nobody I, died. I immediately watched uh, Wild Wild West, Wild 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 Country. Okay. Wild, Wild West the one about the uh, the the Indians who moved into like North Dakota or someplace, bought some land, started a city, took over the neighboring city because they didn't like them, and uh, pres- oh, no no it was over in like Washington or something. And, or Oregon proceeded. Uh, it was in paradise, paradise, some some tiny tiny little town, and the town inevitably tried to like use law and tried to like vote them out. Well, they used law right on fucking back and had bigger numbers, mm-hmm. and so voted out, took control of the town, and so the government didn't do anything. They're just like, well, we're just gonna let them go, and you know th- they're not too big of a danger. Legal. And everybody was wearing only red, and there was this this shaman who would show up, and he was just preaching like kindness, and you you can just everybody could fuck everybody and whatever. It was just just this, and it was in like eighty one, eighty two. So, oh, okay. So, oh, so that was when a lot of cults were going around. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and also, the, the started in the sixties and then in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, there was, and uh, there was just people who wanted was to. The nineties, the one with the down in um, South America where they drink the Kool Aid. Uh, was that, that was the, late eighties, I believe. That was late eighties. I think the, so. John Jones, Jim Jones, Jim Jones. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. whose people son never... went on to be a college football player, if I remember right. <laughs> and uh, a few like about a well, when I was watching football, so about ten years ago. But um, anyways, uh, so like it's just like craziness happens, but it's so quiet and just meh. after after Joe Exotic, it was just like nope. But um, Fire Festival, you mentioned that to get back to UFC, there could <laughs> absolutely be a documentary um, made of that style if. You, they, the UFC had tried to put forward some sort of a UFC 249 amidst all of this, of mm-hmm. just the the craziness of the buildup of all the different locations, of all the different fighters who have been fucking on this yeah, card, should, all the fights canceled. All the they should, at least, do, they like, should at least do like a 30 by 30 or whatever, you know what I mean, oh, documentary yeah, oh, thing absolutely. about it. Because I mean, it's only, like you said, it was one week, but it was a nuts week. But, you and, know what I mean? And the problem is... There's no ending. It's just a of an ending. I know, right? It's, it's a totally baby. I'm gonna fuck it, baby. I'm gonna fuck it. And there, how's that? And like she's but, like, I, I, I thought I was getting a fucking. Like, you know what I see? You know, you know what I think would be kind of interesting. You got me ready, and we, we, oh god damn. <laughs> you know what I think would be interesting? <laughs> no, it's okay. Go ahead, go to yeah. sleep. We're good. We'll be back, maybe in May. Uh, no, like, oh. if when all this is done, when the pandemic's finally calmed down, and hopefully and, and the world starts going back to normal, if Dana just goes, fuck it, Fight Island's back on. Now, here's and just my start theory. doing a fucking, and just do, and just make it a venue. Real, real quick, you know I mean? here's why it can't happen. Why? Because you have no medical facilities whatsoever. That you could, alone. You could do it. You could, if you, if you did it right, if, you could do it. No, if a fighter breaks a leg like Anderson Silva Anderson Silva did, mm-hmm. you have to get them to the fucking hospital right yeah, away. Yeah, and there's places you can go where it's a helicopter ride that is 20 minutes. So it's like an ambulance ride from the venue anyway. I'm telling you, there's big, there's, let's put it this way, Bodog did it for a long time and Bodog was safe about it. No fighters, I don't think, have ever complained about Bodog as far as I know no. about the medical stuff. And they literally, they did it on private islands. 
Um, some ago. of them. Some of them would be in in just on islands, but they're also and in Idaho. That was later on, I think, when they weren't they also in the Playboy Bunny Mansion. Dude, oh, they no. went a lot of places. Yes. They really did. They went to all these places in Thailand, and so some of them were private islands, some of them weren't. You know, and, but like I think you could do it. I think. I mean, it's shit. Why not build a build a really good medical facility that can handle it now, here's on the, the island? You're Dana White. Dana White has got hundreds of millions of dollars. He might be worth over a billion dollars now. He probably is. You know what I mean? Dana could do it, and I think that would be a great. I think that would turn the fans in his favor again. And I really the first think tropical storm, storm comes through and wipes the fucker out, and you're Make back at dome. Like it's big. Well, with the attitude, like there is ways. There's ways to do. There are just so many things where no, I know. But there are there are ways to do things that because it would be spectacular. Why not? Why not instead of building a facility? Why not do a one-off event? And that's something they could do too. That's something they could do too. Is figure out how to. Yeah, I was going to say they could drop. I'd there rather be that like, than invest hundreds of millions of dollars that could be invested into the fucking fighters. There well, are yeah, so I mean, many things. In a way, this is but that's the thing. He's not going to do that, though. Fighters because they're only going to have humongous events out there. <clears throat> and how cool would... Now, this is my theory. That they're still going to keep building this island. Still, they have the island already. He said he's already Supposedly. And like, that they're still going to also build the facility. also quiet about that subject recently as because well. Because he doesn't want anyone to know where it's at and have it bombarded. Well, this is all just theory. <laughs> this is all what I'm thinking. And that <laughs> he's going to build... Just island. It's going to be... Him and Trump are going to go so yeah, bigly on this. I cannot wait. Trump's going to set up a fucking resort over there that's going to be Trump. No, I'm just joking. I'm joking. Oh God, I, I fucking love it, dude. I I, I know yeah. you guys aren't a big fan of it, but I, I love how he looks up to Trump, but like Carmen looks up to Michael Moore. Right. Oh, it, it's it's just one of those things where, like, I I don't know. It, it's do each other own. He, not, he was part of the problem of that, like of like trying to like have something happen during a time where we should be encouraging everybody to stay the fuck inside and Oh yeah. What know, a better way to stay know. inside than to pay for an event and have people Yeah, watch pay for it. an event that you don't have an income to pay for. Exactly. You know, it's like I think it's great that they released all these movies onto uh onto streaming services. I haven't rented a movie in six weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have an income right now. You know, like yeah. my paychecks really gotta fucking last me. So, like, I love to rent Dead Shot or, De- or you, you know, can't, whatever. And, and, and can't. like, you can't use the thing of, oh, we'll get a bunch of friends together and buy it. Well, you just immediately negated the exactly. reason for fucking, uh, yeah. Exactly. isolation. Yeah, you're, what we're doing right now works because it's Because we invited work. one person over. And I haven't <laughs> been anywhere. Yeah, and we actually anywhere. interviewed you beforehand to <laughs> right. be sure. I, I, I <laughs> in a basement. We were like, what have you been doing? Down food. And and here in I the know, moment, I, I, like, I, I, at some point, Matt will be trying dude. to call in. My fucking dryer um, And we'll be trying to get clothes. him added in as well to this conversation. But it, it's just... It, it, there, there are times... And all of this takes away Tony versus Khabib. Mm-hmm. Any other time, Tony versus Justin... I am rock fucking hard and I am screaming war over it. Hell yes. At least I... As it is... I don't want this fight. There is nothing for Tony to gain here. Absolutely nothing. 
Other than a little bit of money, yeah, sure. Which I mean, hey, sure. Everybody we'll wants thirteen in a row versus twelve in a row against Khabib. I mean, whoopie fucking shit. Kind Wookie of. Shit. And, and, and it's just gonna, up Khabib versus Connor. You yeah, know this is because I, the damage you take to beat Justin. You, you don't just if get he a, beats, a, a quick, if he beats yeah, Justin. if he beats Justin, mm-hmm. he is gonna go through a war to fucking get there. And Tony? Yeah, Tony. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he, they're still saying that because Khabib is now locked in Russia, mm-hmm. plus, uh, what is it, Ramadan is coming up? Yeah, that doesn't end until September. And September would be, let, let's, or that doesn't end, and then September is when he would be ready because Ramadan's only a month, but then you still need an eight week camp, so that is a three month mm-hmm. time span. So at the very earliest, he could return September. But that being said, that's if things can be back to normalized and you can have events again. You can hold events again. Yeah. You know? Maybe it gets normalized to where you can have only a hundred people in the room and yeah, there's still gonna be pay per view cards, but nobody in the audience is gonna be there. It's mm-hmm. not gonna be the same. Well yeah, and I mean there, there are so many things where it's like it, it's worth waiting but like Tony it's I, I don't know, it's just one of those things where it it's I feel like he's gonna um uh, cowboy himself. Well, let's say he has superhuman like, healing power, right? How fast he did all that, his LCL um, And then he had a mental break and he had I to mean, be, like, hospitalized. Yes, mm-hmm. but, but <laughs> let's just say he heals super fast. You saw what Dustin Poirier looked like after he fought Justin Gagey. He couldn't even walk. You saw what well, um, Eddie Alvarez looked like after he Yeah, his, his mouth was just... And he's... Mm-hmm. I mean, that is... How long did he have to take off before he fought again? Both of them? Yep. Like, let, I mean, let's just say you put in the super healing factor, you're still talking probably four months. At least. <laughs> of healing. Minimum. Of healing. Yeah. That's not including, like, two months of a fight camp. Yeah. Mm. There's like, just certain people you don't, I mean, like, yeah, Gagey is one of those guys that, like, yeah, there is probably an 85% chance you, or whether win or lose, you're going to get fucked up. Yeah, Unless you can manage to maybe knock him out in the first, like, minute before he puts his hands on you. Out, dude. I don't Shit. think he can knock him Exactly. Out, That's a good point. I mean, I, I'm being serious. Now, that being said, though, however, you put Connor versus Justin... Ooh, all of a sudden, you've got my attention I'd like see, a motherfucker. Well, see, yeah, that's somebody said that I remember is. reading that, and I was just like, oh, God. And Kavanaugh's really, all about it. Kavanaugh's really, all about it. Yes. Good. So I was like, that's a really good fight. That's it, it a makes really sense, good fight. Does it not? Because Connor needs to have one more fight. Because that's a step up. I mean, Gagey's a step up from, from uh, uh, Cowboy. Yes. Oh, right? Yeah. In the range. Oh, it's yeah. more than a step up. Yeah. yeah, I mean Cowboy so, is ranked six. You gotta remember that Cowboy yeah. is ranked number six overall, which he deserves that spot. Gagey's ranked number, no, um, Dan Hooker's ranked number five. Gagey's ranked number four. Um, I thought Hooker just really, lost. Huh? Didn't Hooker just? No, lose? Hooker just beat the fuck out of um Paul yeah, Felder did. and Paul Felder. Sorry, started. that's right. But yeah. well, okay, wait, wasn't that my shit? Yeah, wasn't that argument? Uh, uh, scared, Felder uh, won that. Yeah, wasn't that a split decision that was like maybe my the argument wrong is way. Felder won that shit. So yes. in my mind, yes, Hooker did just lose. Yes, so okay. that's why Hooker needs to have a really hard fight. Though. That fight on last minute notice, like on like six hour notice, wasn't it? No, was that no, that, no. They, it was the I same don't remember. Felder was looking for a fight forever, and he finally had Dan Hooker that said, "Yeah, it was the same fight card though." That who was it that stepped in on like six hours notice and almost won? 
Because that night there were like two like close split decisions, and early in the night it was that fighter who was I'm kind of like a. Right I mean, he's kind of got that like like hair with like the the, the, the like the foal or that fade. Oh, this really good looking. Like yeah, I mean, just one of those really good looking. Not Gregor Gillespie versus um, Kevin Lee. No, 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 no. This this was. On like prelims, Felder versus. I, I want to say it was the same card, but um, this um, this guy stepped in. He was somebody else's uh, who was fighting on that that night. He was their coach. He stepped in because somebody else like missed weight or got injured or something, and so and there he was just nobody. In. Yeah, yep. And he stepped in, and it may have been that, uh, but uh, and almost won, and uh, like. I think should have won because I think he like won the last like I, I in my eyes had won the last two rounds but like that first round got fucked up I think oh where he is supposed to yes that was he was the pudgier guy that was getting I, I can't remember because like, like it was a skinny just, pudgy guy hmm. no he was in decent shape like because like I said he was a coach of another fighter I want to say like one, but he's seven somewhere around there. Hmm. I, I know. know what fight you're talking about. I don't know. Maybe it was this one, Josh. Um, Joshua. He got knocked out. You know that was no. a knockout in the second round. But he was the guy who stepped in on short notice. Yeah, he yeah. Was... This Joshua Cooley Bow. C U L I B A O. It was he was eight and zero. I'm pretty sure this is the guy. And uh, well, who stepped in then? He did. Oh yeah, no, no. And this, he lost. Th- this was uh, this was some American guy. Was it a different card? It may have been a different card. Then I thought I thought it was the same card. Might oh, have been. Well. no worries. Yeah, Dude, no but worries. Um, I'll keep looking where we're talking. Let's see. Well, and especially where I don't remember the motherfucker's name. Yeah. Who do you think is the most avoided fighter right now? The most avoided? Ryan Hall? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say COVID-19, but... <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Um, Ryan <laughs> yeah. Hall... Because um, that kid, like... He actually has a fight schedule. Gagey. Does he? Gagey? Yeah. Yeah, Gagey. Gagey should be, though. And actually, Hall should want to fight Gagey, but Gagey only wants top. In in all due respect, Gagey should only accept top. Like oh yeah, if you're in the top five, you need to fight the top five. Offered lots of fights. Well, and you know, and and that's what sucks about Ryan Hall is that he's not in he's not in any kind of position really because like yeah, he's undefeated in the UFC, right? He is undefeated in the UFC. He is undefeated. He's undefeated in the UFC. I think he's undefeated overall. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think the only loss he has was on that tough, and that doesn't count. Against um, Saul. Because that doesn't, and that doesn't count. Saul Rogers, is that who it was? I don't know. lost to? Whoever, whoever was supposed to, uh, whoever was, because wasn't it Visa Issues? It was a British guy, and like. Yep, Saul Rogers, the black dude with all the tattoos. Yeah, yeah, and he. uh, Ended up being like a piece of shit like Abel Trujillo. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? (laughs) So, good thing he didn't get a visa? Okay. What do you guys think is going to be the first show that they're going to have that's going to um, actually be open for a crowd? When? Dude, I've read stuff that's saying that there are people that are looking to open up here within the next 90 days. 
And I've read things where people are saying, not until we have a vaccine, and that might be a year or yeah, two. I heard that football... So, I honestly... No idea. Like, dude, we could be six weeks well, away from being it, done with this. The reason we I ask be, that is because of how bullheaded Dana is being already. And it's just like, fuck. Like, well, that, like, Florida you know, just opened it up, said that it's essential. And sports the, are essential. WWE. They, they, they combat uh, sports are essential. Oh, and, they did? Yep. And well, WWE is filming down there. Yeah, I know WWE. Got and, that but um, it, because it, it was essentially an open in. invitation to the UFC of, hey, Come on down. Here. I was wondering. I, I was wondering when I got to WWE, so I hadn't. I hadn't heard about the UFC yet. But I wouldn't fucking doubt it if that's the case. <laughs> I heard it's in international waters due to the fact that it's going to be an international island. Is what he kept emphasizing. And no matter what, though, Disney and ESPN stepped in and said stop. Not ESPN. Disney, Disney. the head of Disney called him up. Well, so essentially Disney called ESPN and said, hey, you're going to call him and say stop. And like, they they got a call from the head of Disney. Dude, did you see that? I wonder if that's one of the things. Did you hear that Bob Iger took control back? The old CEO, okay, who was CEO for like 10 years or longer, Mm -hmm. um, did a lot of stuff for Disney. Um, He recently um, stepped down. Like, he was just kind of like, time to retire, you know, type thing. And he stepped down, and this other guy took over. And like day before yesterday, yesterday I read that by Bob Iger takes back control. So whatever, I think he, there was like a leeway period. And I'm wondering if he didn't like the way this guy was handling certain things, and just said, "Nope, taking back the reins." And I wonder if he's the one that made the call about that. Because I know this, is, this has been its time frame. Same seems right to me. That you know yeah. what I mean. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe this guy's the one, the, the one who's getting ousted did it, and Iger's the one who didn't want stuff like that to happen. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, just thought it was just, crazy that suddenly Bob Iger took back. I was like, damn, dude. I, I really think that Disney, they may have kind of fucked themselves here. Just slightly, just where their plans for um, Disney Plus, that's what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those kind of got shot in the face. Yeah, but their numbers are up now because of the pandemic. Well, and people but, have been dropping ESPN though. Oh, yeah, like, which is only five extra dollars a month, but still five dollars a month at any. Well, there's no sports. There's no sports. Yeah, yeah. Like people doing cornhole in their backyard. Right. Yeah. Um, and so it's like there's that. There's the fact that. All of their new shows that they were planning for, yeah, I know, can't be made right now. They're scheduling the the way they they scheduled the 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 rollout of the shows with the rollout of the uh, uh, the service was silly. To only have the Mandalorian, to only that you know, and announce a bunch more, but they're coming in like a year or two. What? Yep, and and, and that's where it's like they should have had a bunch of stuff to roll out, and the fact that they don't means that, like, now they're sitting in the spot, sure, so, like, sure, people are watching a bunch. However, Bethany, who just walked in... <laughs> there she <What> is! Like, we watched Moana the other night, but we haven't been on Disney Plus for anything. anything. Well, I mean, I, you know, I watched Onward... You know, and every once in a while, if I get in the mood for a, a, a Marvel movie or something like that, I might flip over there. And other than that, yeah, once a week to watch the new episode of Clone Wars. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, Which, that's, yeah, for you, you've got Clone Wars. I, so, I mean, I yeah, you've got that. Westworld. 
But that's a half hour. That's HBO. That's right? HBO, dude. Yeah, I get it yep. on Plex. Oh, Adam. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, see, and that's where for me, like, I get HBO, and I I watch that through my Amazon app and everything, so I can watch that. But HBO Max, I don't, I don't, I still don't know what the fuck HBO Max is going to be. Yeah, I don't either. I'm not really sure. Because it doesn't... <laughs> right? <laughs> it's weird. Honestly, I can't... It's almost, it almost, it almost feels to me, and I'm not... I could be totally, totally wrong, but... And, I'll, and we'll see when it comes out. Um, it felt to me almost like they're trying to do, like, a whole other streaming service with its own content, so now it's like, so what, I have to buy HBO twice? Right, kind of. I was like, huh? No. No, that can't be it. So, But, I mean, it's it like seeing some of the stuff that they're going to have, but, I mean, the Friends reunion... Like pushed, not canceled, but pushed. Well, um, everything's been pushed. Like, yeah, it, it, there's so much stuff, and so it's like Disney not having like three shows just in the chamber. Just they really should right if the they bat, had rolled out plus another three that were going to be getting rolled out shortly after. And you know, it's like see I, if they I if they had come it. if they had come out with the Mandalorian, then a month later came out with uh, with with Clone Winter Wars. Soldier or or Clone Wars. You know what I mean? Um, but Clone Wars really isn't enough. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, it's like, they're, that's, it's, you either have to be a super crazy, nerdy Star Wars fan like me, or a kid. You know what I mean? To watch it. Yeah. So, that, that, I mean, The Mandalorian, though, is different. The Mandalorian had broad appeal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so will... Yoda! Right? And so will uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, so will WandaVision, I think. Yeah. So, so, if they had those three lined up, where it was Mandalorian, then like a month later, boom, you get Falcon Winter Soldier, then like a month later... Boom! You got like, and that probably would have been enough. And then with Clone Wars along with it, you yeah. know, I think I think that would have solidified it. And and I think honestly, so then you can take a break for six months without content. But you you, you got, were the one who brought up the point too. I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot by not allowing more adult content. Because didn't you say they filmed? Yeah, there was a whole thing with like the Lizzie McGuire now? movie. I think they were they were doing like a Lizzie McGuire I think reunion or something. And uh, they got done shooting it. <laughs> they got done shooting it, and all of a sudden they were like, ooh, this is really PG-13. This uh, service is more PG. And I guess, uh, what's her name? Uh, what is her name? Who's Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Yeah. Hillary Duff was like, what the fuck do you want us to do then? <laughs> we just made the show for you, and now you're saying, like, what? Like, we have to shop it around? Like, the hell? Like, she's like, what? And, and it's like, and you have movies that are PG fucking thirteen, <laughs> like, I, huh? And it's not a hard. And I guess well, I mean, it's Liz McGuire. It's not a hard PG thirteen. Well, and the, the kicker is, the girls who grew up watching Lizzie McGuire are like thirty. Like your twenties, thirties. Yeah. Dude, thirties. Dude, twenties or yeah, thirties. Like whatever. Dude, three hundred ninety thirty the other day. What's that? Blew my fucking Emma Watson. Fuck. Who played Hermione in, in Harry Potter? Turned 30 the other day. Holy shit. Well, that's really? like... Yeah. Holy shit. I know, right? <laughs> I, I, I remember the first time I felt old around Bethany. I was just like... I made a... I sent you a reference to... Uh, uh, I think it was Outcast? No, not Outcast. Offspring. Yeah, you, the, the same confused <laughs> look that you're giving me right now. You don't about, know about the offspring? Yep, yep. <laughs> Gotta keep them separated. That's what I said her. And she, I just got back, like, a blank stare. Dude, they were in like, a movie. What? They were in uh, Idle Hands. Remember they were in Idle Hands and uh, Needles gets killed by the hand? 
He gets his scalp. Was that off. the one with Jessica Alba? Yep, that was the first like time when I watched Jessica Alba, and I was like, "Who the hell is that?" Like, whoa, yeah. I and I wish the internet was invented. Yeah, it was. A, that was a, plus. It was also like right when I was becoming a stoner is when it came out, uh-huh. and that movie was all about being a stoner. So, uh, but no, it, actually, it's a really funny, funny movie. Um, but uh, but yeah. Random note, uh, the lead singer for that is also has, like, his PhD in, like, mm, like biochemistry or something like that from, like, a really great school. And he actually still works on projects to this day. And he's a punk rocker, like, star. <laughs> Random. But, uh... Did you want to move on to movies at yeah, all? Yeah, yeah, we absolutely can. Sorry, I was just checking my phone real quick, making sure Mac hadn't called. Um, so I'm just, I'll just list off just some stuff that I've seen lately. <laughs> um, some old stuff, some new stuff. Um, Actually, real quick, oh, yeah. Beth- Bethany, while we have you here, mm-hmm. what have you been watching? Oh, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Besides my Sim. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, she's been playing Sims. <laughs> Turning my uh, computer into a jet engine. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been watching Brooklyn Nine. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm introducing her to so that. So funny. I know. I, I, it's one of those shows that <laughs> I need to get back. I, I, I've only seen like the first like season, really. It, and it's one of those shows that initially it's kind of tough to just go like, oh yeah, I just want to sit down and watch that because you're just like, it's a cop. It's just show, like, dude. It's you know? just like, it's just like Parks and Rec back in the day. I had the same feelings like when you watch that first season and you're like, oh no. Seems like they're working stuff out, but Brooklyn then nine, nine was a lot stronger of the first season. Yeah, I think so. Too. Parks and Rec, Parks and Rec, Parks and Rec, and the Office. Both of those two have that that they suffer that thing of like just you want to tell people to just skip to the second season, but you can't because there is some there's a lot of setup. vital information that you and need. to be honest, the, the the especially the Office. What really sucks is that it, there is it's it's very much the first season of the British Office. Yeah. It's yep. pretty much the same. However, thing. have you been listening to The Office Gals? No, I haven't. I have. <laughs> with, uh, with, uh, I'm uh, Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> Pam and Angela. <laughs> with uh, Jenna Fisher and... Uh, but you've uh, also been watching Angela Last Kinsey. Man on Earth. Yeah, Angela Kinsey. Ooh, yeah, um, you've been watching Last Man on Earth, right? Not recently, but I'm trying to get Okay. Um, did you watch that? No, okay, I, I, that yeah. one. That one just because uh, I don't think it was on anything I could watch it on when I got. Okay, it. gotcha. It's on Hulu, so if you want to, I know I might just get your password for. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't mess I thought you had that as a no. Like, I know I keep forgetting. That's why Before I'm not going to name John <laughs> <laughs> because I purposely spelled it wrong just to annoy just you every up, time you, know, you go right? to log in. Because <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff. Because yeah, I really would like to get back into Brooklyn Nine Nine. I want to get back into Community too. Um, they just put that on Netflix. Netflix. Um, yeah. Did you say you watched The Witcher? Yeah, I'm a couple episodes in. Then I started being a bitch and <laughs> giving <laughs> shit about it. You said it, not me. I know. <laughs> oh, um, but uh, yeah, and then we've stink. we've watched all of Nailed It. We 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 did a whole uh, dive on Tiger King, but you watched all of Nailed It. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but Tiger King, Tara Baskin, you uh. What what are your thoughts on the, on the show? Because we've already done the deep dive and everything. So we, yeah, yeah. Oh man, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> I just live in Oklahoma. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Just, um, I was very very young. I, I remember that one night where I was like, "Do you finally want to watch an episode?" 
like just to <laughs> see like what everybody's talking about because we were already late to the show yeah. when we arrived. And did we do two episodes around? I feel like we did two because it was just kind of like it was crazy yeah, I enough think so. that it was just like I, I gotta we know got, more. We got sucked in. Yep, yep. And then it, it turned into like that. Like each night, I would come home and like I kind of want to watch more about. See, and you just, watched it. You finished it before I did. I did, yeah, because I had a day off where it was just like <laughs> I I couldn't sit. All, well, that's when I was playing Sims, because that's what got you hooked on Sims. <laughs> you, you would come down on your break and like, ooh, what you doing? And then I would turn on, and I would have, like, just Joe Exotic in the background. Goddamn Carol Baskin. <laughs> that bitch. I've got an injunction against me or some bitch <laughs> down in Florida. It was like a meme, and it was like... Uh, what libertarians think they are, and it's like a picture of Ron Swanson, and it's like what libertarians actually are, and it's Joe Exotic. <laughs> it's like this is how they think they're like. This is what you actually are like. How everyone sees you. Yes. It's like, yeah. Um, Very true. So, do you think he deserves that jail time? Jail time? Yes. Uh, in, in Twenty-two my- years. Yes, because when it, like, especially after watching that after show, the way we did, where it's like, and reading about more and more stories that are coming out about him. Well, and it's, it's like, he, it's not like they went back and documented, or like, doctored every day's footage of him, you know? It's like, it's all there, like, and when every person is consistently going, like, well, when you, you know, find out that there's stuff... Except for Saf. She uh, she had that hard form. You, I think she did have that, like, he saved her from a, a bad place. Yeah. Or, sorry, saved him from a bad place. I, I apologize that but stupid like, I know that got me too much. You that. know, when, the, when there's stuff that they just purposely just didn't put in there, didn't show, we had tons of footage of it, we just didn't show, um, of him being an even worse person that would make everyone really hate the guy. And we just didn't put it in there because yeah. it didn't really help the story. It didn't really advance anything. It didn't wasn't that pertinent. To an extent. But, like, but, I mean, it's like, this was not a good guy. Like, yeah. Oh, oh um, sorry, Mac just tried calling him. Let's get him in uh, the call real quick. Ooh, that means video games. Soon, soon, but I'm sure he'll be... Hey, alright, I'm going to get you set right next to the phone. I've got you on speaker, or right next to the uh, thing. We're going to see how this uh, shows up. Uh, alright. Alright, yeah, that should be chunk enough for us. Alright, well, we are currently talking about uh, goddamn Carol Baskin. <laughs> and, uh, and Joe Exotic, and whether or not we think that Joe deserves the jail time. Because uh, we've got Bethany in, uh, she's on break from work uh, for a short while longer. What were we rolling? Oh, never mind. Oh. We just lost Bethany. <laughs> Say bye to Bethany. Bye, bye, bye Bethany. Bye, <laughs> so, what were his charges? Lie? Wasn't a conspiracy to commit murder? Conspiracy to commit murder, but they also had him on multiple accounts again for animal animal cruelty. Yeah, yeah. The twenty-two and, years and for me is absolutely fine. And, and to be yeah. honest, it could be longer. I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, he was he was uh, charged and convicted. However, he's got a lawsuit against the government now because of what he, he's. Does he have any chance with that? Fuck no. But yeah. like, <laughs> no. I mean, you know, <laughs> people, of course he has a lawsuit, right? Um, did but you did watch the the documentary, Mac? 
Uh, parts of it, yeah. Parts I haven't of it. watched all of it. Okay, cool, cool. What, what were your initial thoughts on all of the, the craziness? <laughs> I kept waiting for things to kind of level out, and they never did. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hey, that's... Flatten the curve. Yep. Not on this show. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. It's got to be normal at some point. No. <laughs> well, like we were talking about earlier, it's the fact that um, the like people on on Reddit talk about the fact that the most likable character for the tiger owners is the person who the movie Scarface is based off of. You know, where they, he's and he's only in one episode. You think he's going to be right. a major part, and all of a sudden, just never talked about again. You know, well, is it like like black people are going like, you know, there is no black representation on this show, and we are fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> we are absolutely fine with that, but we love the show, guys. <laughs> That's like it's like yeah, <laughs> right. <clears throat> oh. So Mac, uh, you were late to the uh, the news about uh, the UFC cancellation. Sadly, with uh, our text conversation the other day, where he asked me if uh, yeah. me and Bethany were coming to the fights <laughs> on Saturday, <laughs> <laughs> and I had to break that news. Oh, that <laughs> yeah, the last update I got was yeah, we're, it's still going on. So I'm still gonna make chili, but I was all pumped. I was like, yeah. He's right. gonna make chili yeah, one. Still doing that, <laughs> right? Hey, I don't, I don't blame the chili. Right? That was damn good chili last time. <laughs> oh, yeah. The trick is to undercook the onions. <laughs> Constant <laughs> office reference. Oh, yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> um, Everyone gets to know each other in, in the pot. <laughs> right. So, uh, sir, how is? Uh, um, Isolation been treating you, work, all that good is stuff. Is Smoker Friendly still open? What was that? Is Smoker uh, Friendly still open? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Tobacco Room and Stogie's closed. We're doing close to three times the daily business. I just need to buy beauty. Thanks for all this. Nice. Uh, for the most part, we're not getting stock issues. Cool. Or at least we weren't until today. The reason I'm late is I had to run into the store and take care of some issues. Oh shit, shit. Yeah, we can hear the wind, so but you're you're lucky enough to be off or are you um having to go back to work? No, I'm just about home now. Oh nice, nice, nice. Um But yeah, so I mean it's I know uh we'll uh Tell you what, you give us a call here as soon as you get back inside, because uh, that wind is uh, cutting through pretty bad. Here, I'll mute my mic. I am at my student's house. Okay, hey, perfect. All right, we'll talk to you here in a second. We will okay. switch to games then here real quick. Um, gaming. I know for me, I just downloaded Wastelanders for Fallout 76. I re-downloaded that because, like, from by all accounts for... Like, what I'm reading, it's like it's, it was a good update, and I haven't had any issues for the time that I've been playing. Hmm. Um, I still haven't come across a single other person, but I also haven't... I'm just trying to make it back to that point to talk to, the, I think, the first person, but uh, all my characters, like, stuck, and I'm still using my level 19 because I don't have anybody else to start over with. And it's like, I don't want to make that run again. Um, but, John, you, meanwhile, you've been gaming like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hit it to us, sir. What, what well, I've been, been well, I mean, I finally just said screw it, just started downloading like everything I could from uh, Game Pass because, like, I have Game Pass and I haven't downloaded. Shit's awesome, from, right? From Are you paying yeah. for Ultimate? Um, I don't know. The fifteen dollars a month? I thought I, I think because I it includes gold plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass, I do have yeah. gold. I get that too. I have gold that in there. Um, but uh, one that I want to remind you to get on is the new. Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know how new it is, but uh, the. Second Batman Telltale. Yeah, yeah, I, I need that. That goes so bonkers. Yeah. Bethany and I wants freaking me freaking loved it. Yeah, Bethany wants me to, uh, or wants to watch me play it. Yeah, like, I, I mean, it. Where, where it goes. The style of gameplay. Too, yeah, like, yeah. Is, you know. and, and, and the way, like, it, it really kind of took the turns I hoped it would do along the way, and it, and it got where I wanted it, and I was just well, like. Well, because it's about the Joker, right? Yeah. yeah it's okay. about a lot of things. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just he, like the other included. one. They, oh yeah, he's he's very much included. Um, Mark Hamill? Uh, no, I, I didn't think so. Uh, but no, you know. but the voice actor's great. Okay, because it's because I mean you remember the Joker from the from the first one. You played through the first one, yep. right? Yep. And how he was the Joker, but he wasn't. He's John yeah. Doe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was just getting started. Yeah, but, I mean by the end of that the, game, the moment he, he showed up, you were just like, Whoa. yeah, and the, because that's the thing. He he was, and he's not bad. He's just a guy who's crazy. He's a guy who literally woke up with no memory. He's got pure white skin and green hair, and he's kind of out of his mind. And he na- laughs nervously a lot and all this stuff, but he really thinks Bruce Wayne is an awesome guy because he was nice to him in Arkham. Yeah. Right? Or at least I was nice to him in the game, so he really likes me. And he really loves Batman. He thinks Batman's the shit. And that's pretty much all is you really need to know. Like... Like, there's no... Like, he, he doesn't feel evil. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not the same Joker. It's different. You know what I mean? And that very much carries over. Now, does he end up the same? And You know, I won't tell you that. But it's it's neat. Just like the first one, there's a lot of characters. There's a lot of tweaking. There's yeah. a lot of role reversals. Um, and actually, there's there's one in particular that's a very much the same. And I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that, actually. Because, uh, yeah, I actually really just, just dug that. Um, so, so yeah, you can yeah, see I'll a lot definitely more. get on that one, because I know yeah. I, I've got it, so. It's, it's no really good, to. there's, there's twists and stuff, and, 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 oh shit, you know, moments. And one complaint, real quick, not about that game, but to include, uh, Runkle back in. No, 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 you're, uh, um, UFC 4, still no fucking announcement. Dude, nothing, I, it's I actually absurd. just searched for it the other day, just to see if Are they supposed to be working game. on it? Oh, it, like it should have been out in the first quarter of this year. Oh, like, way back well, when is what it was supposedly said, like and rumored, and like and all that, and like because it's on a two-year cycle. Yeah, every two years, but this one looks like it's gonna go off of the newest console. Maybe I don't know. Is there a new console coming out this fall? There yeah. is, but the kicker on that is why not announce and get everybody excited? <laughs> why not show a teaser? Why not show a five-second teaser footage? Of a fist flying through the air and hitting a face. And having Conor McGregor laugh in the background. Or Khabib laugh. Or laugh, or yeah, Khabib do Triple like Khabib C, or whoever. You could have some form Something? of... Something? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just really makes me think that, like... I think they should go with Iz. I think he's the most marketable oh, fighter right now. One. Probably, yeah. It's going to be Israel and Sonya facing off with John Jones on the cover. I bet you anything. And the thing is, is if they do it just right, they can strike right when they announce that fight with that fucking. Speaking of John Jones, how much he's fucked up lately, dude. 
Is there more? Of all the anything time, no, lately? Or just, no, just of the, all the timing, dude. All the timing. He had to do it right in the middle mm-hmm. of when nothing is happening, so all the focus can the be on him. He himself makes a post that all we have to do is sit inside. And I think two days later, oh, is arrested when he for got... driving drunk. And, and firing a gun. And firing and a gun. He, and just and... drunkenly, now he didn't hurt anybody, but apparently, what, he was in a park or something like that? And he's just like, yeah! Parking lot. That, or parking lot, yeah. Parking lot shot. must have the strongest wrists in the goddamn world. Why? Just Who does? <laughs> John Jones, for all those slaps on the wrists. <laughs> yeah. Right? never faced a punishment, he can, ever. Like, <laughs> take down a banana tree with his wrist. Dude, well, he, he didn't have proof of insurance either when he was stopped. Are you serious? Oh my god! What happened? He, he, he didn't even have his insurance. Yeah. Oh yeah, he didn't even have his proof of insurance, man. I'm like, wow. I mean, like, have you're you seen a celebrity. You don't have footage? somebody to take care of that. That shit's sad. Yeah, it is really sad, dude. The body cam footage. Yeah, oh, he's super drunk. Yeah, he's trying to do, he like, the walk. failed three field sobriety tests. <laughs> yep, he, he, uh, he can't do the, the, um, the alphabet backwards, or, like, or whatever, because his daughter's dyslexic. That was his excuse that he gave the officer here. I'm going to try and set this right by the, uh, run by years, so it's a bit more uh, centered, so maybe. <coughs> there we go. Maybe, maybe. There you go. Yeah, I was gonna say I probably should. Yeah, there we go. All right, Matt, go ahead and say something for us. All right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, we got, we got you registering. All right. Um, yeah, I, I swapped to my. I plugged my headset into my phone. Oh, nice, so nice. Awesome. That yeah. way I can hear you guys easier too. Right. Yeah, I've got you on uh, speaker, but sadly the computer likes to jet engine out every once in a while. Right. Um. So let's yeah, see. Yeah, he got a straight up slap on the. Oh yeah, it, it's it's absurd just how how easily he's able to get away with everything. You know what really pisses me off, honestly, and all this. Now this is gonna sound selfish, selfish from coming from a fan, but it's gonna be we're not gonna see the immediate rematch of Dominic Reyes versus John Jones because which, of all this. Yes, mm-hmm. which really sucks because every single rematch John Jones has had has been what three to five years in between rematches, so he has time to adjust and get better. He's never been tested back to back. Did mm-hmm. Daddy Ray or did Daddy uh, did Daddy Dana ever comment on the John Jones situation? Not that I've read, but I, I'm not. I don't keep up on it nearly as much. I don't think he has yet. I, he's. I think he's probably too busy dealing with all this of, other shit. Yeah, dude. Trying to keep his company from sinking. Yeah. And, I mean... Being the celebrities. Wouldn't it be funny if after all this craziness, Dana comes back and they're like, finally, now he's able to deal with Jones and he just goes, oh, you're done. You're never fighting in the UFC ever again. Peace. (sighs) I mean, I know that would be shitty for the fans and stuff, but at the same time, at some point, I know, and it would be bad for business, but it's what he fucking deserves, man. At some point, you can't keep rewarding someone. Uh, the last thing Dana White said about it was that the organization has been in contact with Jones' management team and is currently gathering additional information. Oh, so okay. it's just a, the, a very PR response. Yeah, just a very boilerplate. We're looking into things. We're not going to say anything until we know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I mean, at this point, Jones is causing a bad image for UFC in general. 
Oh, yeah. I know. It, it, it's really hard to sit there and tell people that, like, no, you don't understand. Like, I know these guys fight for a living that's very violent and stuff, but the vast majority of them, you know, 9 out of 10 fighters you know, or more, you know, 99 out of 100 of them are really good people. Except for the greatest fighter hard. ever. I know, except for, and then, but then when they can point to stuff like that, though, when they can point to, well, look at John Jones, look at Conor McGregor, look at, you know, this That's guy, this guy. That's why Izzy versus like, Jones needs to happen. But on Izzy's Because that was the good guy fight. could win. Well, yeah, and he was, calling, he was calling Fight Week 2021. Will that happen now because of John Jones's most recent incident? Probably not, because John Jones now has to wait for his time off, and then he has to come mm-hmm. back and fight a Dominic Reyes and a Jan Blachowicz who just knocked the fuck out of um I did see a Yeah, who, who did he just knock? Um, Corey Anderson. That's right, Corey Anderson. Corey Anderson's no joke, too. <laughs> and he just flatlined him. Yes. Um, I, I just saw that. I did see a uh, funny thing where it's like, I would much rather see Jones move up where, um, like, to punish uh, Jones for all this, Dana makes uh, Jones fight uh, Ninganu like six times in a row. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, they're like, fight number four. Jones is like, you know what? I'm good. And Danny's like, isn't he awesome? He's taking him on again. <laughs> oh my it's God. just like that. Like, because, and that's just it. Jones is too, he's happy to talk shit mm-hmm. to somebody who's smaller than him. But he's so fucking afraid to move up. He'll talk shit to people, but like, he, I, I, Really doubt he will ever move up to um, like to heavyweight, heavyweight because he loses all of his advantages. He'll like, move up once the Stipe's are gone. He'll move up once the um, DCs are completely gone. Well, the thing is, well, the, but no, but then like he's saying, then you've got Ngannou waiting in the wings. Then you've there, got yeah, but he can wrestle Jones blades is he's getting better every fight. Yes, he is, but. If John Jones can stay on the outside, and not so far, Blades is only um, kryptonite is being knocked out by Francis Ngannou. Yeah, and if John Jones can stay on the outside, he can knock out. A, a it's a lot harder to stay on the outside when you have guys who look like fucking gorillas, and you're not always bigger than. True. Yeah, Most exactly. People in the heavyweight division are going to match Jones in height. And be bigger inside. Oh, he'll have the reach. Yeah, he'll have the reach. He'll have the reach. But but Blades is athletic as shit. He is. And he's big, and he's gonna but push Jones, Jones around. Can wrestle too. That Jones knows how to wrestle. He can, but Francis and Gondor did not know how to wrestle. The, but every time he's he lost. But every time he's faced somebody who's been his own size, they've managed to get him to the ground with True. Jones. Mm-hmm. And those are people DC who are his size, but DC got him to the ground, and DC had trouble because he only focused on trying to get him to the ground. He wasn't mixing it up. Mm-hmm. He looked really good in the rematch right up until the point where he got knocked the fuck out. Oh, dude, yeah, crazy. really, he did. And that was, that was, he was fighting a smart fight, mm-hmm. and Jones just, God, he just tied him. His fight against Stipe, he was doing really good yeah, until he, he started ignoring his coach's advice, and he himself admits to going like, yeah, I stopped listening. That's on me, and I let my coaches down because they told me what to do. They told me how to win. Mm. I didn't listen. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's... There are so many... Like, so many factors change where it's the same as... Look at, like, Max. Max was a fucking killer. Max was untouchable. Then yes. Max went up and wait. Then all of a sudden, Max wasn't so untouchable. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, three minutes in, Dustin had already cracked him. 
and he had to survive for the next five rounds. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it a lot credit, of that. He wasn't finished. He wasn't. No, but it. But it no, right to Max, Max would have gone another five rounds too. Have you seen that guy? Did you see him like two days after that fight? He was fine. <laughs> it's talk about a weird, crazy, fast healer. Like that's what yeah, I at the press the conference, he was like, "No, for real," because they're like, "How's that leg? You got that, that leg tore up." You know, I'm saying the rematch against um, Volkanovski. Oh yeah, okay. that's why I really want to see the rematch because you can even argue that maybe Max won that fight. Not no, you don't think so? No, 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 no. I thought he fucking Max doesn't deny that. Max, no, Max said, okay, so Max right afterwards was like, like, I thought I won the fight. And he's like, but you always think that, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You're just out of it. You know what I mean? Like, all you can remember at that moment is cracking the dude. You don't really think about all the times he cracked you and how bad that looked and how, you know, how did those land? What did they look like from the outside? And he said, because he was on Joe Rogan, and he said, uh, he said, yeah, but then I watched it like a couple days later or whatever. And he was like, mm-hmm. okay, I can see. And he's like, he's like, you know, he's like, I'm going to still say I think I won. <laughs> you know, he's like, but I think maybe I can see why they. I haven't they watched it. You know I mean, when you eat that many late kids. Yeah. And, and it's what that's yeah, crazy though. They show him like two days later. He has video of him uh, laid alive, and he, yeah. Max did he nothing did. to change. Yeah, to be right. fair, Max never seemed to like like seem all that hurt either. No, yeah, like, he you know, says it doesn't. It didn't really affect him. But but when you but he was like but he and and that was another thing he said too. He was like I didn't realize he landed that many. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I'll bet a lot of those he probably just didn't even really think about in the fight because it was like at the end of a combination and or in the you know the hand hurt worse. But you if you look mean? at his uh, foot movement um, in that fight against uh, Brian Ortega, mm-hmm. totally different. Oh my god! Yeah. He, he looked like a totally different fighter. He said Brian he, Ortega threw a wood chipper. Oh, oh yeah! God. Did you see? Remember how bad Brian? They, the coaches stopped it. They stopped it. Yeah, they stopped it. Yeah, the fourth. Yep. Oh yeah, dude. He Brian and it was crazy because I think it was it was really neat. I think. Uh, I think Ortega really needed that, and I think he oh, come dude. back way better. Yeah, I, I think he, I think Ortega that's. Like, oh, dude, did you like, see now? I think oh. he's super. Did dangerous. you see how good Ortega looked against that South Korean uh, pop star? Oh Fuck. yes, John. <laughs> <Fuck. laughs> <laughs> He's ready. Go up and something about that. What? Yeah. So yeah. yes, this park guy is an entertainer. He's an American and a um. And didn't he was he an interpreter? Yes. All yeah. he did was interpret. And if he would have interpreted directly, like what he was saying, it was something about he was avoiding him. But how it was said, how we interpreted it in America is he was ducking him, which is that. That's this whole conversation mm-hmm. based off of. And but didn't like, he and his coaches and everybody like all apologize and kiss and make up with these people? Maybe, kind of. They, I, I mean, I know for a fact. It I know that looking really bad because they were at an event. Yo. They were sitting by each other. Well, prior to didn't... this, he tweeted, "Next time I see you, I'm going to slap you." That's right. Yes, yeah. and he was, and, and he's, and I'm, and yeah, I know for a fact. Ortega apologized to it. Didn't do a fucking thing, and then. uh then um, Crane Zombie gets up to go to the bathroom. With his girlfriend. With his girlfriend. So Ortega goes over and slaps that suffering <laughs> pop star <laughs> and gets drawn out right before like one of the best fights of the year. Oh. Oh, oh it was beautiful. <laughs> he actually slapped the dude. I didn't know he Yeah, he slapped him in like the back of the head. It was, it was, he, he, he bitch slapped him. Like, it was. Yes. But I know for a fact, he has apologized. I know he's apologized. And actually, uh, you and think I know he that, means it? And, huh? 
yeah, honestly, when you look at his story and you look at like the fact that um, you know he was a bad fucking kid. Did you ever know those kids growing up? Those kids that like every year or so they'd come back for a couple months to school and you're like, oh shit, so and so's back. Mm-hmm. Looking, watch out, because they're the kid. Just no matter what, they are going to do something yes. to get themselves thrown into some form of juvie. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? No. He was that kid, you know. And jujitsu saved him and all that stuff. But that kid's still in him to a degree. You know what I mean? And he's still what? How old is he? Twenty three, four? Like he's super young. That I'm not he's, sure. He's pretty like young. Twenty. Yeah, mid twenties. Yeah, and and so and his uh, his coach, uh, what's his name, uh, Henner Greasy? Oh, no, Caesar Greasy. No. no. Yeah, it's Henner. Yeah, and Henner was like, he was like, look, he was like, this is not, he's like, we've had a big long talk about it. He's like, he understands, like, and so, and, you know, they apologize, and it was all just a misunderstanding, and he gets hot-headed and all that stuff, and so I think, I don't know, I don't think that's a big deal. I think, you know, getting a little drunk and getting in an argument that got, you know, things got misunderstood in different languages. It's and, still a mm-hmm. bitch. It's a bad look. It's okay, a bad look. As a fighter going up to mm-hmm. a little tiny, I, I'm going to show you a picture. Well, I mean, he's not exactly a huge guy, but, no. but still, but no. I mean, at the same time, though, I think that this is something that, like, as long as it doesn't happen again, mm-hmm. right. it should be okay. I, it's, I, don't, I don't consider it that big of a deal, but... So uh, Korean Zombie's not very tall. And this is Jay Park, the guy that... I know. I mean, he, he... To be fair, though, if you saw a picture of Korean Superboy, you'd be like, aw. Oh, you know what I mean? He looks like a mathlete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until he, like, rips your head off. Oh, my God. What uh, Korean Superboy... What are your guys' views on the whole Anthony Smith incident earlier this month? Oh, oh the, yeah. The, the, the House Invader thing? Yeah, I just saw... Yeah. Uh, I just saw, uh, 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 what's his name, Shop talking about that on Rogan. Um, I just saw the clip. That's I just watched the clip. So, so essentially, Shop or like Anthony Smith had his house, house broken into. He fought the guy off, but the guy was like a wrestler and took everything he had. But you know, he fought. Here's him the off. thing. Elbows. This is, here's the thing. Yep. This dude apparently weighed 170 pounds. This is an off-camp Anthony Smith, probably 220, 230. Easily. And this guy, he's Anthony Smith was like, I have never seen anyone take a punishment like this. He's like, this dude took every punch, like you said, knee, elbow, everything I could throw at the guy, and he didn't stop. And, and apparently the guy apologized to him afterwards when the cops yes. him away. The guy was like, I'm sorry, and The nice dude. little cherry on top is our nice little just piece of shit, John Jones. Mm-hmm. He's back. He's yeah. back. <laughs> Talking about how... You know, good for Anthony Smith, but if that guy would have broken into my house, he wouldn't have left alive. Oh my god, shut yeah. the fuck and up. And it's like, <sighs> like, you get a lot of people, like, even Smith called out Jones going, really, you couldn't have just left it, left it at, hey, you know, I feel for you, man, sucks that, that happened to you. No, no, you had to be a douchebag and make yourself sound like some fucking badass. Yeah. Right, and not to mention the fact that, like, you know... This guy, you don't know his story. You don't know. You're going to kill another human being, beat him to death. You know what I mean? Like, in your own home. Like, you're a UFC fighter, dude. You should your girls beat the shit out of him, choke him out, girls. and then call the cops. You're also on house arrest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you want the cops come, just take it across the street. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, there, there's just... Worst case scenario, though, for Smith, you he gets up at four in the morning. Fucking dudes in his living room. 
It's like, how many of us, if, if we get up at four in the morning, how many of us are coherent enough to be able to do shit? And, and just ready right. to go into action mode and like, yeah. Right. <laughs> and like, and Smith's uh, comment was kind of scary of just that, like, I knew I had two minutes. Like, and otherwise, like, I'm probably going to be dead because he's probably got a weapon or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to probably try and attack Dude, him. And I'm waiting for a knife or, or a gunshot to go off. Know, yeah. yeah. Because I just assume, you know, he's going to have a weapon of some sort. Because mm-hmm. you have like, no idea what you're yeah. dealing with. So, I mean, that it's is- like good, good on him, seriously, for having the restraint to incapacitate the person be able to get, you know, the police there to help mm-hmm. and, you know, the person off and hopefully get the help that the guy needs because that's obviously not a, a mentally stable individual. You know what fighters no. should do? They should do what Dolph Lundgren did. So Dolph Lundgren had his house broken into, but he's super vain and he has, like, all his movie shit everywhere and including a giant cardboard cutout of himself, like, posing in a fighting stance. And, uh, yeah, the robbers broke in and saw that shit and ran the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, holy shit, stop! <laughs> you, you, know Del, you know what Delph Lundgren also also used to like to do? Cocaine? Oh, well, yeah. Jones? Yep. <laughs> he also used to like to, in any uh, hotel room that he would stay in, order room service, make sure to ask for a woman to deliver it, and then answer the door naked. <laughs> Class. It was the 80s, man. It was the 80s. I, I'm pretty sure this was more than just an 80s problem. No, oh, no. Have you heard his TED Talk? Me too. You should watch his TED Talk. It's really interesting. Longer. It's only like, it's like uh, just barely an hour or 40 minutes or something like that. But he just talks about like how he grew up. He had an extremely abusive father and all this stuff. But he was also a super athlete. He was extraordinarily intelligent. intelligent. Yeah. He went to MIT. He was the only guy to show up to MIT like on a motorcycle wearing like a leather jacket and looking Still like a Still not badass. cool to sexually... Yeah, you know, no. And like, well, and that's the thing that when once he started getting famous, he just... Like, I mean, kind of like Tyson talks about. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, well, I mean, it's, it's easy the, for us to say, and say shit, but I mean, their, their you, stardom was on a whole nother level. Yeah, you never know what it's like to, like, it. literally one day you're walking down the street and you're fucking nobody. Maybe some chicks check you out because you're a good looking dude or whatever. One day. And then the next the, day, oh, you're <laughs> mom. <mocked. laughs> Dude, you know what I mean? One and day you work at a tiger facility, and then the next day you're going through Walmart just trying to get supplies. I'm sorry, is there anything trashier than a roadside zoo? Okay, I'm sorry. Like, let's just address that real quick, the Tiger King. Like, it has to be... I mean, it's just the most interesting trash bag America has ever seen, is, is what so, that show is. So awesome. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh. oh. All right. So, Mac, what have you been gaming on, sir? Uh, I've kind of swamped through a few different games lately. I've been playing some Warzone. Oh. That's a free one, right? Fantasy Star, on- Fantasy Star Online released in North America. So, I've been playing that. It's a lot of fun. They just... They throw the microtransactions in your face. Which one was it? But it's a free game. Fantasy Star Online. Fantasy Star Online. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's it's been released in Japan for like eight years now. It's oh, okay. I've heard about they that game. They just did the North American release. It's a lot of fun. But because it's free to play, they throw microtransactions in your face. 
Cost. Is it like is it just cosmetic or is it just like like no to actually do any good you have to buy a bunch of shit? So a lot of it is just cosmetic, but there is like so if you make say you make three characters on one ship, currently I think four ships are active. There's a total of six that will be. Mm-hmm. And the and like if you make three on one ship and then you go oh my buddies are on this other ship well I don't want to delete my three characters you have to pay to make another character after your third. Oh, gotcha. Uh, you have a mag that's a little support thing that you can level up different stats. You can level up your melee, your range, and so on. If you mess that up, you have to pay to get a new one. And it's like $3 to get a new one. Oh, right. Oh. So if you experiment with your with your stats just to see if this will work out and it doesn't, you're, you're locked in. Yeah. <laughs> or you pay to fix it. Now, is there, like, a season pass or something you can pay to try and bypass all that? So, there is... You can pay 15 a month for the premium, which I think it gives you the premium credit every month. It gives you extra experience. You get a bunch of extra bonuses from that. So, it's it's basically like getting a membership to any other MMO, but you don't need it. Whereas games like World of Warcraft... You need the membership to be able to play. Okay. And so it, it really comes down to, with PSO, it's... I ended up deleting my original two characters. Oh, my just so you, so you didn't I have to pay. Ship, and then I had friends on another <laughs> ship, and I joined their ship, was able to make my third character on that ship. Well, when I went to make another character, that's when it's like, oh, you have to pay $5 if you want to make another character. <laughs> well, I wasn't doing that. <laughs> so... I looked up online and people were like, hey, if you, if you delete your first two characters, first one of your first two characters, or both of them, you can make more characters. So essentially it gives you three character slots. Yeah, yes. but... Yeah, it's just, and it so, sucks. I would imagine it's a bunch of work, usually, by the time that you're... You realize yeah, the right. Well, and it's also like, that. it's wasted time, too. You just leveled these these characters up, you've done all that, yeah. and now you're just The upside leveling characters in the game is super easy. Because it's been released in Japan for eight years, they kind of streamlined it. We don't have all the content Japan has yet, but they're going to be releasing it quickly. They're planning on, right now it's in beta, they're planning on the full release being by the end of this year or spring of next year. So they're going to be catching us up to Japan quickly. Okay. Which is nice. Um, But because it's so streamlined, it wasn't too bad to leave my character's and I'm glad that's an option, but if you want to be able to have characters on two different ships, say you have two different groups of friends you play with, mm-hmm. you're kind of screwed. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The upside, though, is one character can be all the classes. You can freely swap your character's class. So no, that's like eight different classes you can be, but that comes down to each or different classes use different stats. Some are melee, some are ranged, some use magic, some use decks. And hmm. so, in that case, it's like, yeah, you could have one character be a jack of all trades, but you'd be paying three dollars, or you'd be paying nine dollars, so you could buy three extra mags, so that they could be effective and efficient in each of those classes. So at some point, you're gonna you're gonna. Generally, like, you can, you, you start running into pay option, pay, like, walls. 
Kind yes. Of. See, now that's one that's thing so where, like, I heard you mention Warzone uh, for Call of Duty, and that's yeah. one where I would say, for the most part, that's a a game where, like, yeah, there's microtransactions. They want you buy to, to buy the season pass, but you can still enjoy everything about the game without it. Well, see, that's something that's yeah. like, that's like the, the game that I've been probably playing the most lately. Um, at least the last few days, uh, Battlefront 2, the Star Wars Battlefront 2, you know, I mean, it was one of the worst ones for microtransactions when it launched, right? And it got so much shit for it and so many people, you know, and then Ben Walk took over and all that stuff. Um, Forge, he's okay. like one of the developers. He actually just left the team, I guess, uh, just recently. Um, but, uh, does but that yeah, give you unease? No, not really. He's because he's he didn't leave. It wasn't like I quit. It was like no, I just it's really dude because I've been doing this for years now. <laughs> he's been gotcha. doing it for like three years or two and a half years, and so he you know he was just like I had other things he's, he's trying to do, and and he's still active and he still talks. He just can't like like there were times he was really cool, um, and this is what people really miss is like on you know Reddit and social media and stuff. Somebody could basically say something and suddenly Forge is talking to you, going like, "Yep, that's gonna happen." Or, yeah, no, we're not doing anything about that. Like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. people were constantly updated randomly, and they would show screenshots like, oh, shit, and he would stand by it. It was all true. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, but, like, now we're, like, waiting, like, we've just, uh, there's a new update, the Scarif update, um, which we don't really even, and that's another thing, we don't really even know exactly what's going to be in it yet. There's a lot of speculation. Um, we think there's going to be some new skins. We don't know if the, but, I mean, are there going to be new heroes, which is what everybody really wants. They're thinking it might be Krennic and Jyn or so from, uh, Rogue One, um, but you know, are we getting short troopers as a class? We don't. There, there's a lot of stuff we don't know, and he's like, people have been asking him, and he's like, yeah, I can't really talk about that anymore. I can't really. He's like, I know, but I can't really say it's not my place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? People are like, damn it, why well, is somebody like that over there? I did read that um, Rosario Rosario Dawson has said that it's not official that she's that she's going to be Ahsoka. Ahsoka. There we go. Um, Interesting, but um, I would imagine that it's just something that it's like probably because of COVID that it, it like things haven't been able to be made official. Maybe okay. yeah, and it's and it's um because I love that casting. I do, I do, and um, the only thing for me about it is that she's a bit old, and I'm trying to to. Well, would well, that she's fit for her character needing to I be older in the story. That's the thing. Well, it's like Rosario Dawson's more like my age, so she's like forty-ish, and Ahsoka at this point should be like probably no more than thirty-ish, maybe a little younger. Only because because like when she leaves the Jedi Order, she's like seventeen. You know what I mean? She's she's still a teenager. You know what I mean? She was still a Padawan. You know, and all that. So. Um, but then we, when she shows back up, she's older, but like I said, she's, she's like right around 30-ish, and I think this is supposed to be right in that time, um, cause Maul is still alive. So, like, um, actually no, or is Maul alive at this point? In the, um, no, that's right, because the Mandalorian's after everything. Yep. Shit, man, I don't know, dude, I don't know, maybe she is about the right age? So I was gonna say, cause like, it feels like she should be. I think I might like... be mixing up, I think I might be mixing up timelines with like Solo and stuff. It's so hard because all this takes place in the time, like before uh, uh, BBY, before the Battle of Yavin, right? That's what you hear instead of like BC or AD, BBY or um, ABBY or ABY. God damn it! What was that? Anyway, um, 
But, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, I think, and, and to be honest, I mean, she could definitely play it. It's just, I always kind of hope the girl who did the voice would get the player. Because she cosplays as her all the time, and she, she was the literal model for the character when it came out. You know what I mean? Um, she's been playing this character since she was a kid, basically. Because, I mean, what, the, the, the Clone Wars movie came out, when it saw, and that's when Ahsoka kind of debuted, uh, was what, like, 2000 or something? I mean, it was, there maybe, there maybe it was like 2007 or something. I don't know. It was, it's a while ago. You yes. know what I mean? And this girl has done everything Ahsoka's done, as far as I know, for everything. And so I was really kind of hoping they would let her. But at the same time. Uh, the thing, was released in 08. 08, okay. So still. So she's been doing it for 12 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? She started out doing it, I think, when she was like a teenager. And, you know, and she looks the part. You know? I mean, like she actually looks like freaking Ahsoka. <laughs> she goes to she goes to cons and dresses up, you know what I mean, and signs autographs and shit. But anyway, right, um, right. Uh, so you know, personally, my best case scenario would be uh, Rosario decides to drop out and they go in to get that girl. You know, that would be dope. Um, they already got the kid, the guy who did the voice acting for Anakin, was in uh, Mandalorian. Oh really? Yeah, in the Bill Burr episode, he's the guard that gets shot. Mandalorian didn't want to shoot, but they end up shooting him. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, there's a lot of that that kind of stuff going around. This new season of uh, Clone Wars is actually really good too, but that's a long discussion for another time. Right. <laughs> um, Y'all got me talking Star Wars, right? <laughs> I can see you guys are like this, these bacon stairs. Going, going back no. to your comment on Warzone, Trent, I agree that yeah, Warzone does Call of Duty did good with this, where they're like, hey, yeah, there are microtransactions. You can unlock these different weapon blueprints and stuff, but they're not needed. They're not, nothing is locked behind a paywall. You can unlock all the weapons for the season from just playing the game. They're part of the free battle pass. These extra blueprints, it's not like they're giving you attachments that aren't available to everybody else. It's more, it's not a necessarily a pay to win, it's a pay to get past. Yeah, yeah. And, and Which realistically, I have I paid for the battle pass both seasons so far. I paid last season, and then I just got the battle pass for this season. And it's I got the battle pass for this season off of the coin, the currency I got from last season. Yeah, yeah, and that that's where one of those things where it's like, so long as you don't spend it on something stupid, you should be able to afford the next season with what they give you. And I think that's what a lot of companies that are smart are making their battle passes or their season passes or whatever you want to call them, like give you benefits like that, where maybe it's not every time, but every other time you're going to be able to buy it with the money they give you. And I feel like I don't, I don't have a huge problem anymore. I mean, when microtransactions first came out, it, it was really jarring. It's like, oh, to do this, I have to pay money. Well, that's dumb. Depending on the game, and, absolutely. Because some of them d- definitely weren't handled right. Oh, yeah, that's... A lot of the prior Call of Duties had issues where it's like, oh, there's this one gun that is the top-tier gun, and if you have it, you're a god, yeah. but you could end up spending 1500 on microtransactions just to unlock it. Well, and I would say pretty much every shooter had the problem of it would sell a season pass with additional maps, but 
your uh, um, not everybody but everybody would buy those. So mm-hmm. you would only have like two or three servers running those extra maps and you'd play against the exact same people over and over and over again. Or you would just go and yep. um, play only the base maps. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, I don't know. I think I think after what happened with Star Wars Battlefront 2 and the incredible fan backlash and the way it worked, like now, it's like more popular than ever. It's like, it's pretty huge now. And a lot of that is because every update's free. Yep. It's like okay. every time you get anything, it's free. Now, you can do microtransactions for like cosmetic bullshit. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, it's actually not that hard to just earn the money too. To like earn the, cause it's like you can just buy packages of credits. You know yeah. what I mean? <clears throat> but it's not that hard to earn credits. Like I'm actually yeah, right now debating which new skin game, I'm going to buy. Mm-hmm. Just cause I got one and it's going to be cool. And you know, um, and, uh, although Han Solo's like young skin is like 80,000 anyway. Um, what did like, you say though, Mac? Uh, it also depends on the game though. You get, some games, I mean, 76, for example. When you're first starting out, super easy to earn the fancy credits. After that, I'm to the point in the game where I'm stuck just doing the weeklies. Well, I have to do, like, three weeks' worth of weeklies to be able to buy one skin. Oh, wow. And a lot of the good skins are limited time. They'll do in two-week increments where they're available. They might eventually come back for another two weeks. But if I buy a limited-time skin one week, then I have to wait three weeks before I have the credits to buy another one, and they might have an even cooler skin for two weeks. So right. after I bought the cool skin. I yeah. can't get that. And that's, well, that's, and that's, that's, honestly, that's them gouging you. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is, this is kind of the same stuff as, you know, it's like when corporations, you know, right-size their products and suddenly, you know, take out a couple of ounces out of something, yeah. and it's the same price, though. And it's like, what? You know what I mean? And it's like, so you're screwing me. Why? Peanut butter. Yeah, exactly. Peanut Stuff like that. Yeah. Concave bottom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's bullshit. And I don't know. See, that's one where it's like, uh, Bethany and I were talking about this the other day where we're not entirely certain that, um, movie theaters are going to survive the pandemic. Yeah. yeah the, the pandemic because, when it comes down to it, like they're not going to get a bailout like everybody else is, although I think they should. Mm-hmm. And Before the cruise lines, anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, fuck that. But um, it's the fact that like AMC here at uh, in Billings, it's it was running bare bones all the time. Friday night when it's busy, you would go in and they wouldn't even have like what showing was in what theater those uh, signs turned on those wouldn't be on so like you would really have to pay attention to your um, ticket, ticket and hope that like well I hope this is the right one mm-hmm. and that it's Jumanji and not the Conjuring 3 or some shit you know and like <laughs> I'm gonna scar my children for life or something you know right like it's the theater down south that showed the city is the city inside yup yup that shit was fucking hilarious 
um, which starts with the beheading of a child or something. Like it's something fucking twisted, yeah. and where it's just like, awesome. whoa, whoa, what, what's, what's going on here? The first three minutes of Insidious is enough to scar any child. When you think you're taking your child to inside out, you're like, yeah, they're gonna learn about feelings, right? <laughs> it's like a, it's like in the eighties like when uh, 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 the Gremlins. Do you ever hear about that? Uh, when they marketed Gremlins, they only showed Gizmo. They oh. never showed a Gremlin. And it was marketed as a Christmas movie, and so all these parents, and this was before, this was when, like, PG was basically the only rating. Like, everything was PG. It was borderline R. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, dude, they put a gremlin in a microwave. I mean, like, come on, she puts one in a blender. Yeah. Like, you know, and and not to mention all the people that are murdered by these creatures. Yeah, apparently there were, like, because it's, like, about 30 minutes in or, you know, 45 minutes in, and the gremlins finally really show up. I guess, like, theater workers talk about that. Like, it was crazy. Like, just the theaters would empty. You know what I mean? Opening weekend. Like, because parents, I mean, I mean, if the kid wasn't freaking out, the parents were and taking them out. You know what I mean? Regardless. Or the kid was screaming, crying, and they were taking them out. So, either way, the theaters were emptying. And I guess, uh, I want to say Steven Spielberg may have apologized for, I seriously... <laughs> Like, cause he was the producer. It was, he, he was, uh, and Joe Dante directed it. But, but yeah, anyway, I just I always remember that when I was a kid. My parents, they thought that was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> so, Kelso used to work at a movie theater in high school. And he would get free movies. So he and I would go to movies fairly regularly. Well, at one point, we got to go to, when Ted came out, we got to go watch Ted in theaters opening night. Nice. Which is great. It was very rare that he got to use his free movie for that, but they'd been so swamped all week, he wasn't able to use his free movie. His manager's like, look, you can use your two tickets for Friday night, whatever movie you want to watch. So we went to Ted opening night. We're going to tell. Anybody <laughs> should have known that Ted was not a kid's movie. Right. Just from the commercials. <laughs> and the R rating. <laughs> yes. The amount of parents in there we get in, we sit down, and within, I would say, the first five minutes, there were numerous parents leading their children out, demanding a refund. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and none of them were given a refund. That was like the idiots that were taking their kids to Deadpool. Yep. Or yep. to um, Sausage Party. Yeah, oh, my God, Sausage Party. Holy did you guys, shit. Did you guys see that in theaters? Not, I don't think so. I Actually, I think we did. Or did we all... I remember we watched it together. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, that was the first time I ever saw it. Okay. I was sitting in the basement. Okay, okay. Okay, yeah. that's when we saw the it. It wasn't the theater, song? But, but that fucking ending... Wow, dude. I only wow. remember the ending. I only remember that. The huge orgy? Yup. Did the Just opening... nice food orgy. Oh. The opening, like, a third of the audience left during <laughs> the opening song. And I was laughing. My, it just... I couldn't believe what they're Because what's the opening song? It, it's like just Good Morning World, we're going to be open soon, and the Jew, or the, the one Nazi, okay, yeah. whatever, talking about Aju and screw the Ajus. And, <laughs> oh, I vaguely remember they come across that, like, a piece of corn, and they're like, hello, and it's in a piece of shit. And Yes. <laughs> it's like, what the when, when the drugs, oh ha- when the drug scene started happening, when he was doing the bath salts, 
you could see more people. Leave. It was like by the time the movie was over, there, there was, was like, like nine people. In this yeah, dude, it was me, and my friend, and his girlfriend, and we're looking around, and only a few people left. There's parents in there with kids and stuff. And see, that was what it was like when I watched uh, Borat in theaters. No, oh not God. Borat, not Borat. Oh, um, Borat caused problems at the at the video uh, store. Bruno, Bruno. Oh yeah, because Bruno was just aggressively homosexual. Oh yeah. And that's it, why and, and to be like, honest, there is a point I think part of what Sasha Baron Cohen wanted to do too was because Borat was made a lot of racial humor and I think there's a lot of racists that thought that was really funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think he was like, Alright, y'all fuckers think that's funny. You know what I mean? And so he put he made Bruno and he that's those are the people he pissed off. People are like, I love Bora Bruno, though. What the fuck? Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, it's the same thing, dude. Except it wasn't funny. There was very little. I will say that, yeah. There wasn't, there wasn't, it it wasn't nearly as, like, witty and stuff as Borat. Yeah. It did. It it was, he was like, he was trying way more to piss people off. His show where he's like that Israeli guy, you know what I'm talking about? The recent one. Vaguely, yes. The one where he uncovered a pedophile ring and the he bought the FBI and they said and they were like, nah. Did you hear about that shit? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He still hasn't aired that. I would love to see that episode. Yeah. Um, But uh but no, but like I don't know. But what Borat screwed up my uh us at the uh, video stores when I was working at Blockbuster because you remember the disc? This disc was stolen, or it was something something like that. It was like it was like a blank disc and it had Borat written on it. It looked like a fucking like yep. bootleg. Yep, that's right. Yep, we had at, for the when it first came out for the first couple of days, there were people all, like every day there was somebody coming in. What the hell? It's just a disc, man. We got to the point where like at checkout, we were just that's how we stopped it. At yeah. checkout, we were like, hey, by the way, this little disc looks like. Right. <laughs> and they were like, oh, okay. We also used to have idiot people that would come in. I remember when Transformers, when the freaking uh, the 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 preview had just come out, right, and it was a big deal. Yeah, you know, the preview was everywhere, and. That was when that that asshole company that makes um all those shitty knockoffs. Yep, yep. And um, they made like transmorphers. Snakes on a train. Yeah, yeah. Transmorphers. They made transmorphers. Oh, yes. And we would have. Was people, it like Asylum or something? Um, or, or some shitty fucking. Maybe something like that. I can't remember the name of this, but it was. Something, it might have been Asylum. Sounds right, actually. Um, but uh, but yeah, dude. They and like we'd have people come in. What the hell is this shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, dude, you didn't... And so, I mean, it got to the point where, like, I had to instruct the, the other people that worked there. Because um, I think this is when I was at Movie Gallery. I was like, when people bring this up to the counter, explain to them what it is. Okay? When they come in and go, do you think this is Transformers, the preview you've been seeing lately? Yeah. No. That is not this. That is not this at all. So, Yeah. I wanted to watch Transformers. I know, right? Like it's so bad. <laughs> there the, and oh, what's really great too is the uh, when there's something out of copyright, like War of the Worlds, or something like that that's based on old literature that has something new coming out. Well, you can't copyright that, so they can just put out one that's also called, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they make their their cover try and look exactly like their poster if you can, even though yep. they made this movie in the last three months yep, since yep. that preview came out. <laughs> Like, dude, shit like oh, I don't know. God. Hollywood's crazy. Uwe Boll. I, I honestly, I think it's stuff yeah. like that is why I love B-rate movies, especially B-rate horror. It depends. For me, it depends if it's if it's self-aware or not. Have you uh, subscribed to Shudder? I have not. 
I've heard good things. It's all right. Not nearly as much horror stuff. At, well, I mean, not nearly the types of horror movies that I thought I was going to be getting. Um, the only thing uh, Bethany and I have like truly enjoyed was uh, the Creep Show show that they did, the new one. Like, oh, they okay. did a creep. Did he read a creep show? Yeah, the new ah. one. Like, it's it's not bad. Is the, you're talking about the Stephen King version, right? Yeah, the the yeah the, the the goofy like where they made like what two three movies out of it, and then I think they did a show in the like early well they did maybe Tales from the Crypt. They did that. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And that had the Crypt Keeper and all yeah. that, and then they made movies too. They made like yeah, that's right. Blood and. I always mix those two. But yeah, you know, Creep Show, though, I think they made two or three Creep Show movies and they kept getting worse and worse. Okay. Like, they, they weren't great. Like, the first, the first one, was, the first one was funny like, because it was really, and it was also, I don't know, I used to read the comic all the time. My friend edited his house and it was all gory and I thought it was cool. <clears throat> but yeah, there's the actual, yeah, Stephen King's in that. He yep, actually yep. kind oh, of stars in one of the seven. Right. Oh yeah, as a hillbilly? Yeah, as a hillbilly, he starts turning into he touches the meteor or whatever, yeah. and he starts turning into, he turns into a big mossy hill, essentially. <laughs> Something. But, um, yeah, this one, I mean, it's alright, but it's got this weird thing where, like, shows are starting to do where it's R-rated in its violence, but, and they'll, like, cuss at each other, but there, it still somehow feels PG-13, where it's, like, it doesn't quite commit to, like... Yeah. I don't know, there's something about it. Well, that it. was, that was, and, it, and it's weird, too, because, I mean, like, I used to remember the difference with that, like, if you ever watched, like, Tales from the Crypt, the uh, the show was very... Because, I mean, I think it was for network TV, or no, that was on HBO, wasn't it? Anyway. I thought HBO. Yeah, I thought it was HBO, but anyway, and it just felt tamer, but then when they did their movies... Dude, what was that, Demon Knight? Do you remember that one with Billy uh, Zane? Dude, you want to talk about a crazy, just, like, really well-done, kind of halfway B horror movie? You know? I mean, you got the Crypt Keeper, like, introducing it and everything. But uh, it's like William Sadler, Billy Zane plays the devil, and he plays a really good demon. He plays a really good version, but it's also, like, wicked gory. Like, I want to say CCH Pounders in it. Like, there's a lot of people um, that... Oh, uh, Jada, uh, Jada Pinkett was... That was one of her earlier roles. Okay. Was, she's she's like she's kind of the the I think she ends up being the girl who lives. So. Speaking of her, because that made me think of Will Smith. Uh, Neo, the uh, the Matrix, mm-hmm. new one coming out. What what are your guys' thoughts on that? I'm Could curious. Matrix. Okay. Yeah. So oh yeah. We're introduce oh. Runkle to this. Oh, oh yeah. Dude. Oh yeah. Next year is going to be <laughs> the year of Keanu. Well, maybe we'll see. It might now be. Um, they might. Those ones might get pushed back to 2022. But um, Keanu Reeves right now has three huge things in production: Bill and Ted, which he's already finished filming; uh, uh, John Wick Two, or, or four. sorry, Four, and Matrix Four, which are both being shot at the same time. Yeah, and, and so uh, also, yeah, Cyberpunk's gonna release. When does that come out? What's going on? No idea. They keep pushing it back. No, I'm pretty oh, sure right. they said like. No, they just said that they're. They said we have a workable game right now. They said yeah. they said it's. Uh, they said the the deadline they, that the last deadline they said is firm. They're not. They're not expecting so, any more delays. So what was the last? Like time? the current release date is September seventeenth. Okay. Okay, so that's cool. probably what it's going to yep. be then. Um, 
Have you guys heard of Mountain Blade? Mount and Blade 2. I have. Okay, uh-huh. yeah. It, it's this, like, massive, uh, uh, like, medieval game where it's, like, kind of an RPG, but where you get to just, like, either defend or lay siege to castles. And it's, like, like you get to control, like, units and stuff, I guess. And, like... Huh. In, like it's it's massive. It's been in works since like 2011 for the sequel. Oh wow! And everything like it's it's one supposed of those to be, games. Yeah, yeah. Like I think it's only on PC right now, but I don't know if it'll ever come to uh, console just because there's so much that. Uh, it's saying the platforms is PlayStation, Xbox, and Steam. Oh, cool! Really? Okay. Right. Is that well I well I think I don't know I think uh cyberpunk is what I'm super super especially now that I'm more into um uh RPGs and stuff now um, yeah, to I a degree mean, anyway to a degree they kind of have to be a certain for Elden Ring Do what? Elden Ring? So I don't know. Elden Ring. Okay, what's that? George R. R. Martin did the lore for it. Oh, okay. The creator of Dark Souls, Miyazaki did the gameplay. Okay. I am, and it's supposed to be a huge open world RPG, so I'm stoked to get like Dark Souls level combat where George R. R. Martin did the overarching lore, Miyazaki does the little little lore bits and everything hmm. to try to connect it all together. I haven't played Dark Souls. That's another one. That's, there's like so many games. I will never play. The big thing I can, Dark Souls. <laughs> thing I can tell you for Dark Souls is timing is important. Timing oh. is important, and you have to be okay with dying over and over and over and over and over and over again. You Isn't that one that's kind of a bit of a platformer? No. No, Dark Souls is all about the combat. It is oh. super unforgiving combat. Oh. It's true that, then, man. you're, like, dead and in hell or something, and, like... So you can just come right back alive? Right? Yeah, the world is cursed. Oh. So pretty much the lore is in the past dragons ruled the world and then one guy, Gwyn, the Lord of Cinder had a bunch of people fight the dragons. They got the original ember. They, they got the first flame. Well then, to reignite the flame, to continue the age of man and the golden age, Gwyn sacrificed himself to reignite the flame. And it's basically your main character Every game, your goal is to reignite the flame. And there's always the alternate ending of not igniting the flame. But it's... When there's the Golden Age of Man, there was also the Dark Pygmy. The Dark Pygmy wanted the humans to have control, not the gods. And so he made the humans immortal. As the flame starts to die, the humans can't die. So they're able to just keep going and fighting. And you're one of those undead that is still All saved. Right. <clears throat> but it's just, it's that, is it, is it that like parry Sorry. combat style? Parry, dodge. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, timing is important. You spend the entire game. Oh man, I just, I downloaded Destiny, fight. played it once for 10 minutes and said, not Destiny, um, Dishonored. And, oh, uh, Dishonored yeah. too. And, uh, I just, I, I stopped playing after two, you know, cause it's like, because that parry tech, that parry mechanic, I'm just not good at the timing. 
I'm not good at it in the uh, Fallen Order, um, the Star Wars. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a lot more forgiving, and I can set it to like the like easiest sensitivity for it to make it easier on myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, um, and they also make it workable without. See, yeah, Dark Souls it definitely is one of those helps, games but... where it's like you have to enjoy punishing yourself, essentially. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's just a really it's sharp hard, yes. <laughs> it's fair, but it's super hard. Screw that, man. Every time a new game comes out with Miyazaki, every Dark or Demon Souls and then every Dark Souls, there are always articles and there are always people bitching that there should be a difficulty uh, slider for it. You should be able to change instead of it being one set difficulty. When the, or when Bloodborne released, people were saying the same thing that it's there should be a difficulty thing because this is unfair. It's not unfair. It is completely fair as long as you learn the mechanics. See, to me, it's like it's fair, but it's not fun. It, it's, like I didn't grow up. I don't have those kind of. It's like, like the Street Fighter games where it's like, yeah, if you know all the combos, right, it's fair. But if you don't, yeah. you're going to get fucking trounced every mm-hmm. goddamn time. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, th- it's definitely one of those where it's... It's not a game for everybody. And I I think that's honestly part of what I love for it. Mm-hmm. Or love it for. Is that I enjoy the games. I have... Every Dark Souls game that's released, I bought. Yeah, and, and I mean... And there's... I and I mean... and But that's... Yeah, and that's just... I just don't think that's going to be... One that my place that right. Well, and like what sucks for me is poor George R. R. Martin, who like went from being like on such a high mm. to two writers fucking him over, and now he has to like somehow like kind of rebuild his reputation and try and like take his series back. Well, like, I mean, in his books, they have to, and it's like. I don't know. I don't think he really cares anymore. I feel like George R. R. Martin's kind of a bit above it all at the moment. Or just, or just in general, he just kind of seems like one of those guys who's like, dude, I never thought this shit would be anywhere near this big. And he's been really smart about keeping control of things as much as possible. And even still, they still fucked it up at right. the end. You know what I mean? I think that's funny. Well, and I think, I, I, you know, and it's, it's everything I've seen on him. He's just been like, whatever. The fact that we're stuck in a pandemic where everybody's stuck inside talking about rewatching shit and, and I haven't heard a re-watching. single fucking person talk about wanting to rewatch you Game can't. of Thrones. You can't re- rewatch Game of Thrones because you sit there and you see all the awesome little details that never amount to shit. To and, and all these great characters with these great moments that just get fucked up by that final episode. It's like, fuck you, I, dude. I was honestly, there was part of me that was tempted to get HBO Go just so I could watch all of Game of Thrones. Dude, and you should get HBO Go just so you can watch The Wire, or Barry, or Westworld. Westworld. I would agree with the last two. So I have the Wire is amazing. The Wire is, like, I, I've tried to go back and watch it. It's, it's just starting to show its age of just, like, uh, this is kind of 90s. I don't know. Dude. Well, I mean, yeah, because it was made in the 90s. I, I but know, but But the story and everything was, was... I mean, and dude, there's never been a more gritty depiction of what it's really... I mean, you see people, like, from Baltimore on the street going, like, that's what that shit was really like. You know what I mean? One of the most fucked up killers in the whole series. 
sure was a but, chick like, that was just hanging out. She really was that. You know, I'm sure she was a killer, but it never hooked me. I made it like three, four episodes. In it is dense. Like, it is dense. It's it's, and you do have to pay real close attention and stuff. But um, it's it's fun. You know, you should like warm yourself up with Breaking Bad because I always felt like that and Breaking Bad. Felt that was the, same the worst possible thing because I went from Breaking Bad to The Wire and I couldn't fucking stand it. Huh, that's weird. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, I, I'm just probably one of those people where it's like, I'm mean, probably not ever going to watch The Wire. Yeah, that's all right. Like, it's just like, I don't know. I'm mad I can't watch the new season of Better Call Saul. Like, uh, well, I mean, there's always a pirate's way. No, I know. I don't really. No, actually, um, what I was going to say, HBO, though, you got to remember, too, you also have, like, The Sopranos. Sopranos is dope, man. I rewatched it recently, and I was surprised. Shows, don't you? <laughs> yeah, these are all shows that are on the short list of the top five series of oh. all time. I've got the worst taste oh. ever. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh my god! So that, it's another awesome. show that just. As you guys know, I haven't watched all of Game of Thrones. No, you haven't, dude. I wouldn't finish it. <laughs> or it's just finish. I was tempted during all of this to pick up HBO Go so I could watch it all. Uh, and then I remember sitting and talking with you guys during other podcasts about the final season, where it's like, I, I told you guys, I don't care about spoilers. I haven't seen, I've seen the first season. No, dude. A couple episodes of other seasons. And it was one of those where I was like, I really don't care about spoilers. When they talk about it. When they had source material to go from, it was amazing. When they started oh, making yeah. their own decisions, this one shit. And had to write for themselves. Oh, the quality and dialogue immediately. Well, it was also actually, and and it got progressively worse too, because it wasn't that bad. Like season what six or four, like five or whatever. I I started complaining as soon as. Yeah, but it wasn't. But I mean, it was. But it was like that wasn't like like each season kind of got worse though. So it was like it was like the writing dropped off, but then it also got worse the more the less attention I think they were paying to it, and they were they were just trying to get shit done so they could get to their other stuff. You know what I mean? I really think it's the fact that they, like, it left behind the books. They didn't know what to do. And then it turned into, we need to get this done because, like, you know, they, they, like, like you've talked about where they took out all the magic. Like, how magic was a massive part and how, like, like. Well, and it was, it was, and it's not just that. It's that magic becomes more important. And the stronger Khaleesi gets, the stronger the dragons are, the stronger magic in the world becomes. Like, they talk about, like, there is a, a in Karth, um, where they have the warlocks of Karth, um, they have a lot of street magicians and stuff like that, um, in Old Valyria that, that run around, and there used to be guys that would go and they would, they would conjure fire and they would make this little, like, you know, this little flame that's like, you know, a foot tall or six inches tall. You know what I mean? And, ooh, and now that Khaleesi's around, that fucker's 20 foot tall. And they can just, boom, they can just like make fire now because magic is back. And it's like, that shit was cool. And the show just fucking ignored it. Yeah. And so that's where it's stuff like that where when that starts to, that, uh, I mean, it was just like as soon as Jon Snow came back. That season, as soon as we came back, I, I remember I immediately started. But see, there was some good stuff. stuff with that stuff. I mean, there was the Battle of the Bastards. There was a lot that was good. But granted, still, they had a lot of that stuff played out, laid out for them too. And, but still, it all throughout it, there, there were things where, like, I, I was like mentioning where it's like, um, like I've talked about before on here, where it's like 
travel no longer meant anything. You could just be wherever you needed to be for the story. Like when first yeah, that seasons, got really bad in season was seven. Like, but it was starting to happen more and more. Where it, it happened like, like once or twice. Like I think there was like one army movement and stuff. Doesn't matter. It was still after. Like it was like it was the fact that I was like <coughs> I went from loving the show to like all of a sudden I I had things to say about the show that I didn't like mm-hmm. when that wasn't there. Like you know, it's it would be like if in season five of Breaking Bad. All of a sudden, we just start like everything Walt does just no longer makes sense, and like every episode just mm-hmm. started like you know, or like I don't know, it's just like like or I guess a better example would be like in like season three of Breaking Bad. All of a sudden, like it started just like mm-hmm. going like where like every other episode or every episode there's one thing you can point to where you're like I don't get why they did this. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't get why Ed Sheeran was in this episode. You know, yeah, yeah, a bunch of like, and, and that's just it. You you shouldn't have a show like same as Westworld shouldn't have had fucking D and D play Tex in Westworld. Like they what? The writers have a cameo in Westworld. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I'm I'm not gonna spoil it so that you can just get to that. I'm episode. caught up on it. I'm cut on Westworld. Yeah, I, I'm still I'm still behind, so don't say too much. But um, when they're walking through and um, they see the dragon, like, and the the text, like, how are we going to get it home? Oh yeah, that's D and D right there. Oh, they, they never should have been in there. The dragon. Did you know Benioff wrote Wolverine? That mm-hmm. shitty Wolverine movie. I thought it was Game of Thrones, not D and D. No, D and uh, D is the name. David uh, David Weiss and D B Benioff are the two writers of the Game of Thrones. And so they were so they go by D and D. Yeah, they go because they're a team. Yeah, because they yeah they're a writing yeah. team now. And uh, so they're, they're in. Oh, you're mm-hmm. all good. Uh, so they're in there, but like that's a cameo that shouldn't be there. Celebrities should not be in these shows. Do you want to put like, somebody in there for effect? Like, I actually like the fact that they use Marshawn. Marshawn Lynch in the first episode of this new season. You've seen the first episode of the yeah, new season. Yeah, yeah. Remember the black dude who like goes and works. accompanies him. Yeah, accompanies Honest. him on the first uh, hey, on that hey. thing. Um, yeah, the guy who's tripping when they first meet him. And then there's the the, the chick with the blonde hair. The black hey. chick with the blonde again, hair. Hey. Hey. Okay. Hey. Anyway, uh, therefore they show up again for a minute. Um, but like, uh, yeah, that's Marshawn Lynch from the. Uh, Chelsea Hawk, Beast Mode, you know? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, and, like, he was fine. He actually, because, I mean, he's supposed to play. I mean, he, you know, playing a guy who's supposed to be intimidating and talk like he talks and all that stuff. And it's like, hey, I thought he did a good job. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't mind that kind of cameo, you know? Because, I mean, and it basically is. It's, I mean, I don't know. He gets to do a little bit, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, anytime you're including, like, a, any sort of a cultural phenomenon, like, it's just, like, as soon as you start to include celebrities, you begin to date it, and well, it begins and it, to make it just... And it also, cheap, like... It cheapens it. The, the, I mean, the, the D&D one doesn't... I mean, it's I'm not saying it's good, but it, it doesn't make me as mad as the Ed Sheeran one, because the D&D one, it was two seconds, whatever, they're gone. Um, dude sang a song, basically to go, like, for D&D to go, like, look, we know Ed Sheeran. Kind of, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, there was no true justification for it, right? And like, and and it added nothing to 
anything. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> Tim Smith had a great point of that final season. There was so much of that final season of, like, really? You're going to include this moment? This is your last eight hours of television of the, of your stories that you're going to get to tell? And, yeah, moments like that. You're including this. Yeah, you guys have as... omitted all this other shit, but we get a two-minute fucking song. Right, like, you know, it's... It, it, a lot of it starts to... Like, the fact of, like, Jamie, like... <coughs> I, I feel bad for him and his character because I feel like that character is going to do something different. Okay, see... In the book. Here's, here's the thing. Here's here's what D&D did, was... D&D should have, if they, if they were smart, and this is what I kept thinking was going to fuck things up as I was watching the, uh, the second half of the series. You know what I mean? Um, so pretty much after they left the book. Yep, yep. Um, Brienne died. Brienne, Brienne of Tarth. Okay. The, she's dead. She gets hung. Okay, now I think there's a chance she might be alive. I don't know. But uh, Catelyn Stark comes back as the Grey Lady, as essentially yeah, yeah, a zombie yeah. lady, and she has her hung. For letting her daughters get captured. Right? And that's the last Jesus. we see of Bryn. Bryn, right? And that's like way a long time ago. Right? Just after I think uh, she does anything with Arya. And, uh, no, actually I think it's right after she does the stuff with uh, with Jamie. And it's like, and she basically, and she becomes Captain of the King's Guard, but then all of a sudden she gets caught alone. Oh no, she doesn't become Captain of the King's Guard. Just right after the whole thing with Jamie, it's like she fell in love with Jamie and we find that out and then it's just kind of like she dies this tragic death. So, by creating the Brienne romance thing that everyone wanted to see, they shouldn't have done that. Because I remember going like, I mean, it's cool. I like that they're, they're you know, yeah. I, you know, I like shipping them. But how are they going to reconcile that? So, that's why at the very end, he has to get back with Cersei. Because she's the only per- So, then they had to contrive this stupid so, fucking situation. So, get the fuck again. It comes down to if we would have had another season, it would have made sense. And it wouldn't have felt so fucking rushed. Yeah, exactly. And and it's like they could have... So, so it's like they, they, they should have just... I mean, major stuff like that, they should have left Brienne dead. They should have... They should have just... They should have brought the Grey Lady. That's another... That was another thing they didn't want the magic. Yep. Because she's essentially she's essentially a zombie. Like she comes back, she's all gray. She's got her throat slit. You know what I mean? Yeah. How and she's wet. Would that have been? Yeah, she's like all wet and shit because she's like comes out of because she got tossed into the river. Yeah, and uh, could you imagine Brienne? Brienne like turns around like what the fuck? <laughs> like because I want to say at one point Brienne saw her dead in the river. Like there's her body. There's where yeah. they left her. You know. So I mean, they left everyone else dead. Like. And let Bran Bree be that tragic character that she was meant to be, that tragic note. You know what I mean? And but I think there was a lot of girl power involved, and I think people really liked Gwendolyn Christie, and I think D and D should have been smart, and you know, I don't know. It's yeah, I think you or at least figured out a better way to do it than he leaves Brienne's bed and then runs to. Hang out with Cersei just as the for castles, thirty seconds, right? And just like, as the castles are falling, and then for like the like, like I'm sorry, I'm going to reconcile like, with her after she got all of my children murdered, and and then to show like the very next episode, if they would have taken one step to the left, one step to the left, I mean, would have been fine. It's like you know, there's there's I think a way, there's a story, and and she was perfect. Her face was fucking perfect. Not a mark. Oh, I know, right? Like, no, uh, why I, not a caved-in skull where, like, half of it's drooping over here and, like, a big old fucking, like, 
you right. don't see the other half because a stone has fallen on it. Well, it, like, it's just it's just like there's a there's a way to write the story. Like if there hadn't been a Brian, if there hadn't been Jamie, would have been a more tragic character because Jamie would be more you know focused on his kids, focused on you know what I mean, trying to get Cersei back. You know what I mean, seeing her slip away, seeing her be crazy. You know what I mean, and trying because that's what the book is a lot about. Is him trying to, you know what I mean, like trying to believe that this, you know, the woman he loves, even though it's the most fucked up relationship because she is his twin sister, you know. So Jamie, so for me, and that's why, like, I always felt like Jamie was always going to be flawed. He was always going to be stained, no matter how much. And he thinks it's the Kingslayer thing. And mm-hmm. No, dude, it's because you procreated with your twin sister. Okay, that's just wrong, dude. You violated some serious rules there, bruh. And so, like, and they didn't allow him to be that. Until the end, when suddenly he was? Huh? Like, I mean, I don't know. It was just, it it was just like... Well, and and the whole, like, just... If Brendan has... Brendan? Bran? Bran. Bran. If Bran has such an epic story, then why didn't you give us that story? No shit. I would not be surprised if George R. R. Martin has Bran become really fucking cool and warg into some really cool people. Or he just and kills kick character off so ass. that he can move forward. And no, Bran, R. R. Martin always, always meant for everything the way it ends up is how Martin wanted it. And I wouldn't doubt if It's now, just the way they did everything? Fuck it all And I wouldn't doubt if now, he, he like, the next book starts with, so Bran's dead. Here's his twin brother, Ran. <laughs> right. Like, no, honestly, I think personally, I think like, I think what he'll do is I think he'll tell the story that he's been to. Bran in the books is way cooler than he fucking is in the show. You know, so I'll just think he'll keep going with his character, who's way better anyway. And I remember thinking that, like, man, they made Bran way less cool <laughs> on the show. Do you think the prequel show has any shot? Um, I God, I doubt it. This is a, like, remember when I was just talking about... Thousands of years before? Right. Talking about old Valyria and shit? I don't know. I will say this. I'll say, like, it has a small shot if it is 180 degrees, just totally different than, you know, if if they're smart, if they really want to go forward with it, they'll just make it Game of Thrones shit, get a really good story, pay really good money for really good writers, don't let D&D anywhere fucking near it. Okay. I Ask Martin if he wants to be involved with it. Like, I, because I could see Netflix giving them that death contract of like, you can make whatever you want. You're not getting the money that you 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 wanted mm. for it. And now, like, because frankly, Netflix has become the B movie facility. Mm-hmm. They really have. Really? Like, I haven't liked most of the movies. They've yeah, a lot of it's it's all it's all very. It's I feel like everything is is very okay. What the fuck it's is not Spencer Confidential? Really, really, you know, really I thought okay. Spencer Confidential, I was like, it was funny. I was sitting there going like, yeah, that was enjoyable. And I was like, man, that's how I felt about everything. It's like, yeah, it's all right. And what? that's, is that good enough? It's not. If, is it, if it's just like, uh, you know, and 600 grand, that's all right. You know, it's fun. The money but... that you are. Like, yeah. Like, they're giving outrageous contracts to people. And it's been proven time and time again where their people are writing papers going, we don't understand how Netflix is still in business with the amount mm. of debt they have accrued. And they are only accruing debt. They have no, they have essentially plateaued. They have no way to continue to grow. Mm. Like, I don't, dude, I don't exactly know how it all works. And I think it would be interesting if all just came one day Netflix just disconnects because they just 
Well, they're done. It's, I don't know. it's times like this that are keeping them. I think. Yeah, yeah. This is vital. this is. I think this is this is something like this is really helping streaming services. They, more they, than they've probably been the strongest. I would say Amazon. They really need to fucking work very HBO's wide. had some good content coming HBO out. HBO has good content. Um, like, Avenue 5 was amazing. Yeah. But, like, again, like, HBO, usually you have to go through another app in order to use their service. I don't know. I just have the HBO. That that app was awful to the point where I, I went through um, to, to... I won't disagree. Yeah. Uh, I will say that it has, it has gotten remarkably better. It has it has really gotten a lot better. It's okay. not nearly the it's it's it still was a little um, awful. When it it's still I'm out. I'm still not thrilled with the layout and stuff. Like I feel like others are easier to navigate and yeah. easier to not misclick and stuff. But as far as like shit, just not like. I had to restart it four times because it just error. You know what I mean? Shit like that. That doesn't really happen. And I remember anymore. it had massive buffering issues. When um, it yeah, not watching. anymore. I haven't had any problems with that um, lately. Like I said, yeah. I saw, I did see all those problems back when it first came out. Though. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so I, I can. That's why I go through Amazon for mine. Yeah, um, but I don't like doing that because Amazon's fucked up with sub- subtitles. Oh, okay, I get that. So it's um, like if it's on HBO, I'll just watch it on HBO. Hulu's not bad, but it's still it's it's not a great it's not a great operating system or like look and mm-hmm. like I, I don't know I feel like it could be better somehow. Like yeah, I was never a big fan of the way Hulu looked. I was always like, eh. it's a little I don't know generic consumer. I don't At know, least they don't autoplay commercials. Yeah, exactly. That's one thing. One thing I like about, uh, about old, uh, Disney is they're, they're, they're not auto. Actually, I think they just started autoplaying video, but no sound. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I don't mind that. Yep. Um, I don't mind so you that. you can kind of see what's going on. They gave us, love. Disney gave us, uh, uh, continue watching too, which really bugged the shit out of me when it first came yep. out. Yep. They didn't have like a continue. You can just like the shows that you've been watching, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you just have to find the show and, and if you're on like oh, season God. 17 of Simpsons or something, then you it's have just to like, like go through and find figure it out. out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, it's like that. I don't know. Like, there are things, there are definitely streaming services that are coming live, but they definitely need to be updated. We're getting way too many of them. Like, Shudder, I'm going to be uh, canceling that, I think, soon because it's just, there's not. Yeah, I'm sticking, with the, I'm, I'm sticking with the big boys. I'm not really messing with uh, with like Quibi or or, or Apple. Oh, that Quidlo or Quib, whatever the fuck that Quibi. I thought that was, is that what it's called or the the new one for your phone. Oh, is that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Is that a new streaming? I've heard terrible things about it. The but I've heard some of the shows they, might be good, but the, I've heard the site. The I saw it. for the first time a commercial using Quibi, and I didn't know what it was. It just said like Quibi coming. The only like thing show. that I want to see from it is the Reno 911. Apparently, it's back. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's going to Quibi. Yep, of course. It but is. it's in like ten to fifteen minute chunks or something. So it's oh. like that show was already fucking short to begin with. God damn. Yeah, we can't get half hour episodes. Come on. Well, but that's that's the point. It's it's <clears throat> TV for your phone, so you can consume it in short amounts of time. Oh, while you're yeah, like yeah, traveling yeah. and stuff, or when you're <coughs> out and about and you don't have time to watch half oh, an hour of a show. Bummer. <laughs> like it, it's it's all in like that. <laughs> and, they, and, and this epidemic is like, perfect timing because nobody why watch it on your phone right now when you can just be watching on your TV because you're stuck at home. Kind of, and, and like they they release, and in their first week of releasing, they only had like three hundred.
200,000 downloads or something when they released for free for that, like, free oh, wow. whatever, you know, trial that you get. Mm-hmm. And uh, only 300,000 downloads or something like that when Disney Plus released, it was, like, a million plus in their first, like, hour of oh, downloads yeah. or something. So it's like, yeah, like, even with all their advertising, all that shit, it's people are stuck inside looking for something to do, looking for something to do. Oh, yeah, watch, exactly. And they still don't want your service. Like, I know. Amazon's got some good content, though. I'm, I watched the I first episode. Um, I know you weren't a fan of it. Yeah, no, I wasn't a fan. Hunters, I'm like on episode it had, right It had its moments. It had some cool moments. It had some cool moments, but for me, that was a little Game of Thrones. The end really fucking. And, and then you find out how unbelievably loosely based on true story it is. It's very, See, very I, I would say based. that's like... Is it kind of like Bloodsport? Probably, loosely yeah. A little bit. It's a little bit less loosely based than Bloodsport. <laughs> I'm serious. It's like... Dude, they say they killed Werner Von Braun, dude. Well, I mean, but that's just it. It made the show entertaining. I mean, like, don't I actually wrong, wanted to it, watch the show. There was, but see, for me, you know, compared yeah. to like no, and most I, and of I know, the shows, I mean, and there was some. There was I part out on Man in the High Castle. Oh, see, I love Man in the oh High Castle. God, that, that, I think that, that, that one, the ending, the, the ending was too. a little anticlimactic. Is that the one where that. like the Nazis and the Japanese each have one, half one? Of yeah, they they won the. It's I could not get into season two at all. No, um. But, First uh, season I, I was on board with, but like second season, it felt like they came back with a lower budget, and it just no, they just it just it, it gets a little like um, to me it it seemed like it yeah I don't know I there was there was enough there was I mean there was stuff that that dragged a little bit but I don't know I would just I really got into the show I was also playing Wolfenstein a lot of the time and they're very gotcha. similar and all that shit but um but no uh, for me Hunters it was like. For a ser- for a subject that serious, they they took a lot of liberties. I don't think they really, you know, it could have been it could have been something that really opened a lot of people's eyes, and instead it kind of didn't. But uh, and I think if they would have <clears throat> tried to make it open a lot of people's eyes, nobody would watch it. Maybe I don't know, um, but I did think Pacino turned on a fucking dime at the end. It was like Anakin, um, but uh, but no, what was I going to say? Um, oh no. Um, Stories from the Loop. Interesting. It's a little melancholy. I don't know, but it's uh, it's based on this guy. This I want to say he's Swedish. He's a, a, a an artist, right? And he's the guy that'll draw like this. You know, like two kids. Looks like they're wearing like eighties kind of hat and coat and stuff, like in the foreground. And then you'll see, um, you know, and they're looking out, and there's like farmland and stuff. And in the background, there's just this giant futuristic robot. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. And he's he's done a series of these and, and to the point where they wrote a series about it, basically based on it. And it's like, it's very interesting. Each episode, um, it's all related because it all takes place in the same place. Um, it's just like, it's, it's like, what's it supposed to be like in Ohio? And there's this weird underground loop thing that's being run by scientists and stuff. Everybody in the town works there, essentially. Uh-huh. Blah, blah, blah. But lots of weird shit happens. Robots showed up. From right. where? I don't know. Yeah. But there's they robots. They showed up. And they're just, they're just there. They don't hurt you. They're just there. They're a robot. You know what I mean? So it's really kind of weird and different. And good actors. Um, uh, little girl from Ant-Man. Okay. The daughter. Yeah. She stars in the first episode. Um, Rebecca Hall's in it. 
anthology, though. Um, yeah, it's like each episode is different, mm-hmm. like has nothing to do with the first episode, but it all has to do with the loop. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So you do see some returning characters and stuff, but it's all, it's not like a linear story. Yeah. Um, but it is really interesting and it's really beautiful and like, I don't know, like good acting, good writing and stuff. And it's gotten good reviews and all that stuff. Like I said, it's a little, uh, a little melancholy, a little kind of like spooky-ish maybe, yeah. you know? And I don't know if the if the tone is going to change with other episodes at all or, or what, but um, I need to get back to it, though. The other thing, though, holy shit, I started watching. Speaking of really super high caliber stuff, um, Money Heist. The Spanish one? It's, dude, it's like, it it's like Breaking Bad level. Yes, okay, so apparently my, my buddy uh, at work who got me onto it, he says he watches it dubbed, and he says he watches it dubbed and subtitles, and he said the dubbing matches the subtitles. But I watch it just with subtitles and the actor's actual voices, and I'm pretty sure that main girl has, she's like the narrator, has like the sexiest freaking voice ever heard. So like, and she's the narrator. And it's like, dude, there's like... It's got such good writing. There's just there's a point where they're um, they're describing because it's all about heist, right? And she's describing one of the other people, and she's like, uh, she's like, he's like a shark in a pool. You can swim with him, but you're never gonna feel safe. <laughs> like, dude, that's a dope line. That, that's yes. a dope line. <laughs> you know, like, and it's just it's really good, man. It really is like, like. It's high energy, the, the way things work out, the, you know, you don't know where things are going to go from one minute to the next. Feels very, very Breaking Bad. And it's, uh, it's one of those shows, I guess, there's four parts. I'm guessing a part is a season. Because I'm on, like, they're hour-long episodes, and I'm on, like, episode five of part one. So, obviously, they're, like, mini-seasons or something. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's, uh, uh, I guess it was made in Spain by whatever studio, but then it didn't get picked back up. And then Netflix picked it up. So after the first part, yeah, I guess, I guess the next three are Netflix. But my my buddy said they don't suffer in quality at all. Yeah, it, it all feels very. After that, you should really watch Narcos. I know. And now that I'm back into getting used to watching like subtitles with subtitles, like actual like foreign language with subtitles, instead yeah. of just you know, Narcos is everything. great, and then Narcos Mexico. But you need to watch Narcos first. Because... See, and I have watched the first season. Yeah, which, and I mean, but, like, from there, like, two and three, like, two, obviously, is the fall of Pablo, and... See, and I think I watched the first couple of episodes, and I guess, I I think I felt depressed, because Pablo is depressed. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not like he's losing it all, guys. <laughs> he works so hard last season. <laughs> he buried all that money, he doesn't know where it is. <laughs> They're still digging that shit up, you know that? Yep. You can go in the jungle and start randomly digging places in Colombia, and maybe you'll come upon some Pablo Escobar. I would just be scared to run into, like, I don't know, some guerrilla faction of something. Actually, apparently, like, to this day, like, most people, like, locals and stuff, if they if a farmer happens to dig something up, they don't fucking... Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. They don't touch it. No. Nope. nope, that's... that's. I yeah. do. That is not mine. That is not my money. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. The And then, like... It's the, the creation dude of like the Cali cartel, and I mean, um, you, you go on to. I think you've probably already met him, but the guy who is in Rogue One and plays the uh, um, smuggler. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, 
Yeah, I haven't gotten to him yet because I want to say I think I literally only watched like one or two episodes of that season. Yeah, but I know that he was in it because I remember seeing like, going, oh, he's going to be in it. It's one of those shows where you're like, oh, hey, there's that guy. And you see him once, maybe twice in a season. And now he was the lead of the most recent season of Narcos Mexico because it's now about it. it, it it's evolved until he's yeah, the guy that's you, taken you over. You follow the story. You follow where it's like, because this is all true, right though. This is like how the, the cartels like really yeah, went yeah, down. Right? Or about is probably, it's probably way more accurate than hunters. Yes. But it's also like, they say like stuff has been changed and fictionalized for this, but like there are parts where it's like, especially <laughs> like dealing with Pablo, that stuff is going to be a lot more realistic than the current Mexico stuff, because current Mexico stuff, or like when it's getting closer, like there are probably still people. There's involved. you have to be much more careful. Hello, welcome back. Just ask Redford James almost. Right. Is that Mama? Yeah, she back. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah no, that's that's definitely one. And it's one of those shows that it allows people to, to grow. Each season can be its own thing, like, and, and deal with separate things, and then they can shift focus. And, like, mm-hmm. especially with once they switch it to Narcos Mexico and, like, that, that first season, it's, like, it took me a minute to realize what the season was about, but once I realized, it was like, oh, shit, okay, cool, we get to see how this comes to be then. Mm-hmm. But it, it's... Yeah, like, it's it's all remarkably well done. I mean, uh, first season of uh, Mexico is uh, the star is Michael Pena. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I know it's got, it, it attracts really good talent yeah. to that show. And before and that, Ed, the star was Pedro Pascal. Yeah, I was going to say, Pedro Pascal, yeah, he, he because really... Because he takes he it over for the blonde kid. He made a name for himself with that. That's, that's what, I mean, it was Game of Thrones that got him that foot in, and then he got Narcos, and people were like, okay, no, this dude is dope. Yep, yep. So, yeah... I want to see him and uh, Oscar Isaac. They work well together. Yeah, I want to uh, see them do another movie. I'll plus, get the the guy from uh, Narcos. Throw him in there too. Holy shit! Did you see the photo of Oscar Isaac's all bearded up? Oh, for Dune, Dune looking like dude, a Dune is a badass. Dude, Dune is gonna be nuts. I bet two movies, and it looks like it's been given. Love and respect. The bu- yeah, the budget, the the way everything looks. I was actually, I remember thinking like, like ah, I wonder what it's going to look like. I kind of hope it looks like the old Dune. It kind of looked, that was kind of a cool look. And it does, just enough. Just enough. It's different. It is very different, but it is, but Dune is Dune. You know what I mean? And they yeah. make it, and and I think, uh, I think Timothy Chalamet with uh, um, that King Arthur or King whatever, uh, when was that? Well, what did he just do? Oh. The, um... <laughs> the, <laughs> it was, oh, it's basically That's Henry V. V. I believe it's basically Henry V. Anyway. Um, he I did, really have no clue what you're talking about. It was a Netflix movie. It came out. Florence Pugh's in it. Like, come on, dude. Again, um, like, I haven't been liking most of what Netflix It's good. It's, it's out, actually, so, like, it's good. It's pretty, it's got a pretty, that, it's got... Like, The King or whatever the, it was called? Yeah, that's, that's okay, what, yeah. yeah, that's, that, that, there was this, there's The Outlaw King, um, that was, oh, okay. that was good. Um, that was fairly historically accurate to a degree. Um, although, uh, Robert the Bruce was a much bigger prick than he, they portrayed him out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so... He showed, though, with that, because he just looks like a... He, he got that Leonardo DiCaprio thing. Like, I didn't start taking Leo seriously in, like, a role where he plays somebody who's supposed to be, departed. like, with weight. Right. Till the Departed. 
right? That was where, and ever yeah, since then, he's been able to do it. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, exactly that. Because I remember, I think he should have had that in Gangs of New York, which he did right before. Mm-hmm. And he was actually bigger and, like, more muscular in that one. But he just didn't, I don't know, he just seemed like, you know. You know what my problem with that movie will always be? It was split into two parts for mm-hmm. the DVD. So I hated that movie. Oh, because you had to change the DVD. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I forgot they used to do that because shit. Because it was such a long movie, they couldn't put it onto one disc. So they had to split it into two parts. And my lazy ass didn't want to fucking get up and walk over to the thing and swap it out because it, it, it's a break. It, oh, yeah. it breaks your, your immersion into the I used to world. hate those when I worked at Blockbuster. I days when you're explaining that they used to have to put two DVDs on it. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of Titanic. I could be on two VHSs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a yeah. lot of movies that had two VHSs. Uh, and if I remember right, the, the one you wanted to watch was uh, VHS 2. At least for being a teenage boy. Yes, because yeah, I was totally right. at the start of, like... It, it was near the start. If I yeah, I was going right. to say, it wasn't very far <laughs> in. I remember that. I remember being like, oh, that's convenient. Um, oh, but, uh... Yes. But, 1999. But no, so, so he did that movie, so Timothy Chalamet does that King movie, and, and I was just like, oh, okay, like, he actually did show that he can actually, you know what I mean, has some weight and some gravity to him, you know, he's not just the, the, the pretty boy that, you know, kisses the pretty girl type thing, and, uh, uh, so yeah, I'm real excited for Dune, there's, there's everyone, half of Hollywood's in Dune, man. Right, yeah, so. Dude, I'm looking it up right now, it, it's supposed to be released December 18th. In theaters. Well, I mean, if we look at so, already over you here, guys were talking so about but they well they finished. Pinter- I'm pretty sure they finished shooting it. So oh, I'm just saying the release date. Yeah, is, is this year right? Yeah, the end of the December year? 18th. I wonder it might get pushed back. So far, we've missed out on it. Looks like the Kingsman, Godzilla vs. Kong. Although that one, I think, got officially pushed for a while because like I haven't ever seen a trailer for that. Yeah, but supposedly that was supposed to be out in March. Quiet Place 2, Mulan, New Mutants, 007, Black Widow, that, that's the one coming up. But, I mean, we're... we're we Those are all pushed back, yeah. All pushed back. Uh, Scoob, the Scoob movie, uh, for mm-hmm. Scooby or whatever, uh, Scooby-Doo, Fast and Furious 9, Wonder Woman 1984, Top Gun 2, uh, the guy, um, Free Guy. Free guy, that's what that one is. Mm, yeah. Um, Ghostbusters, pretty much everything that I have listed for um, Beth and I would like to make lists of what we want to go to. Oh yeah, it's all yeah, it's all gonna be everything's gonna be shut down until it's shut and, down. And I can't think of a time where we're truly gonna feel comfortable going to the theater and sitting around mm. 50, 60 other people. Well what yeah, they might do let alone a sporting event like we were talking about earlier. Mm. With like UFCs, what's going to get sixty thousand people to sit together for f- eight hours? That's what the UFCs have been. Khabib versus Tony Ferguson. It just it all it all depends. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's never going to happen, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like maybe we can just get their coffins buried by one another, so when the zombie apocalypse happens, they're maybe gonna fight each other. We'll do as soon movie. As they raise up. We'll do a movie like like remember when Stallone and uh, and and De Niro did that movie where they were like grudge match boxers that are super old. Yeah, grudge match. Do that except for it's like Beam and Tony when they're like you know sixty. Then it's finally gonna happen. See, I it think won't be fair because then by like U- Tony will seventy three will be 
slated to be Khabib Ferguson. Right. And UFC then one of them is <laughs> UFC 500. <laughs> oh. When they're both old and gray, like Robert De Niro versus... Um, I literally just oh. said that you were coming on your phone. I just went through that saying it would yeah. be like when De Niro and he was like grudge match and I was like yeah grudge, grudge match, match. Yeah, and yeah. we talked about it for like two minutes straight. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was looking at my phone about. <laughs> I was trying to read about fun, my island and everything else right now. That's oh, awesome. Oh. That's, right, awesome. that's probably a good uh, good place to to wrap up. Everybody can say goodbye. Oh man, going for close to three hours. Yep, yeah. yep. Hello, my love. I, I just spent like <laughs> two hours playing Nuka Trapper or Nuka Tapper. Oh, uh, which one? Nuka Tapper. Oh, for I, I created a new character in Way- for Wastelanders. I haven't even left the vault. I just spent the last hour and 40 minutes playing the new character. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, um, later on tonight, I'll uh, log on and make a brand new character as well or whatever, um, and we can just both be newbies running around. Um, I waited Sounds for you, though. Uh, um, I, Beth and I are going to do a rearrange the basement here in a minute, so once we get this done... For listeners, it'll be in the past. I do need your help upstairs for that. No. <laughs> yeah, no problem. All right. Well, um, awesome. if everybody wants to go and do their sign-offs, and uh, then I'll close it out at the end. All right, everybody. Be good. This is John saying, have a good one. Everyone just, you know, try not to completely lose your minds. Right. In the coming days. Stay sane. That's yeah. all I'm trying to do. Yeah, dude, just no sports. What do you do? Stay sane. <laughs> video games. Netflix lots video, of video games. games. I've been playing Total War, so lots of Total War. A lot of sins. Yes. <laughs> I will just say Bad goodbye. Signing off. <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's bring the phone and bring back over the way. Uh-huh. All right. Bro. Well, everybody, um, yeah. Normally I say go out, be amazing, stay in, be amazing, <laughs> do shit at home. Um, and frankly, you know, it's just like if you are somebody who's can be at home and not be having to go out into all that bullshit, like appreciate that. It's it's a blessing. It really is. I'll say that. <laughs> you know, it's. There, yes, there are days that it definitely sucks having to go to work. Having to, to work, go, yeah. you know. Yes, thankful for one of the few places that's, yeah. Yep, yep. So it's like, be grateful to people, be kind to them, realize that, I mean, it's, we're all getting to the ends of our ropes with a lot of stuff of just not liking the positions that we're having to be in. And, but you know what? It's not that bad. True. And the funny thing is, it's not the end of the world. But if you decide to just go fuck it, then maybe it could be the end of the world, literally. Right. So yeah. stay in. Stop. Like, go out if you need essentials. Yeah. That's what the essentials are open for. If you don't need essentials, don't go out. That doesn't mean stop at Walmart and Target. And then, you know, maybe, uh, you go know, shop. one of the other, like Albertsons or, you know, like, you know, it doesn't mean exactly. stop at every Figure out what you is. need and go get it. Yeah, and do as take as little time as possible, and respect social distancing, and make sure you're not running up on people in checkout lines and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, 
I mean, if you're in an area where you need to wear a mask, wear a mask. Right. Yep. It, it's shit. Just, there's a video online. The Surgeon General shows you how to make one of those masks out of two rubber bands and a, 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 a t-shirt, t-shirt, or a bandana, or whatever. Yeah, or fabric. towel, small yeah, towel, yeah. whatever you can use and to a coffee hold together. Filter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, a towel and coffee filter. Yeah. There, yeah, there are all sorts of things you can do, like, and you can t- take just small steps. You know, it's and it's not about like, oh well, I'm perfectly healthy. Well, you can be a carrier. Who yeah, exactly. No it's not about whether or not you people. die, okay? If enough people die, everything falls apart, all right? So people need to stop being fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, let alone the fact that, I mean, for me, it's the fact that I come home to somebody who's, I mean, in the year no compromise. So I need to be making sure I keep you protected. Mm-hmm. And it's, so often it's, people can have such a selfish outlook and go, well, I'm fine. But, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, it's okay to want to protect those around you and keep them safe and sound. And Well, it, it's just like, it's like, okay, here's the deal. All right. People's lives are worth more than the economy. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, if enough people dies in the economy collapses anyway. So, like, right. nobody wants this to last any longer than it needs to. And in fact, the places where people are doing the smart thing and staying home and all that crap, they're starting to, to flatten the curve. You know what I mean? So we've already been given a path the way out. So just do it. Just just stop. You know what I mean? Just, you know, stay at home, chill, watch. We just gave you about 4,000 things to watch right. <laughs> with this podcast. And if, that was kind of the point of this podcast, right. too. It was like and, things to do while you're not. And if you have, well, if you outside have other things that we haven't talked about. Hit us up. I mean, it's uh, misbehaving with T-Rex on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, I've got the website. I put up an article about Jurassic Park um, and where that franchise can go. That one is finally up. Long promise, finally delivered. Um, I still, I forgot my email login password, so I can't check Max article that he sent me. So that's on me. <laughs> that's what's going on. Yep. <laughs> that's on me. Um, I was like, I know I sent it. You did. Oh, you did. <laughs> and I tried to log in one day at work and read it. And uh, it asked me for the password. And I went, uh, this one? And I went, nope. <laughs> so I don't, yeah. I'm not. Oh, I'll see if I can send it to you through Facebook. Hey, there we go. That, that Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I'd be able to easily get that yes. up. If you want to write for the website, if you want to do something for that, whether it's writing, if you have an idea that you think somebody else could write an uh, an article about, hit me up. Send me an email. You can contact me through there. I can get emails through the website, and I can easily access those. So that's no problem. Um, Yeah, just contact me. Get a hold of me. And, uh, you know, if I don't respond to the first one right away, I might just be slightly busy. Give me a day or two. I'll get back to you or just, you know, hit me up again real quick and say, Hey, did you get that? Um, you know, life gets busy sometimes. Um, <laughs> Beth and I are still working on getting our camera established so that we can do a YouTube show where pretty much we rip off all the YouTube shows that we love <laughs> and do little like, you know, shout outs and dedications and stuff like that. And be able to create something ourselves within the, Meow, don't you fucking do it. 
<laughs> He's looking at my top shelf going, man, that looks like I could be up there. <laughs> um, thanks, man. But yeah, I mean, you know, if, if you're, if you feel like you're stuck alone and isolated, like I, I get that. I, I do. It's awful. Get a hold of me. We'll, we'll try and find some way to be able to give you something where it's like, you're, you've probably watched something. Maybe you can write a think piece. If you go on the website, you can look at John's think pieces. I'm willing to put up tiny, tiny things where it's like, hey, because I know if I keep putting those up, you're going to keep writing and you're going to build and it's going to grow more and more and more. And you're going to continue to do, you know, more and go like, oh, shoot, that's I have more to say about that. It's not just one sentence or two sentences mm-hmm. or whatever, like. And because I'll, I'll slam a bunch of those together and there's the article, you know, where it's like, okay, cool, but we'll, we'll work. We'll, we'll grow together. If you go and read my shit, it's numerous mistakes here and there. And then like my most recent article, McCoy edited it for me and you know, it was a hell of a lot better, but it's, I still have ways I can grow. So, you know, come grow with us. And I mean, Fuck, there's so many different things. I know a bunch of fighters. If you want your story told, you know, it's get a hold of me. We can do a phone, a phone in interview, uh, make it a podcast. I can write an article, put that up, and we can start trying to create exposure for you that way. Um, but a lot of times I need people to meet me part way. I like, you know, I'll come up with ideas, but I'm only one person. I can't you know, mm-hmm. do everything. And so it's like, even having somebody meet me with like, Hey, I've got an outline of something that could work. I just don't know how to write it. Cool. Hey, that's a bunch of groundwork done for me. Maybe I can grab onto it. Or maybe I know somebody who else mm-hmm. who's interested in it. So yeah, because I mean, uh, the three of us, we've got our text, uh, Chanford, uh, John and Runkle, uh, here where it's like, we're going to be working on a, um, and Mac, we can get you included in it too, but, um, where it's three of us, we have a shit ton of fight knowledge across wide different bases. We can mm-hmm. make something out of that. And so now we're working on creating that. Well, um, the, the microphone is not for pause. You little puke butt. <laughs> All right. Well, yep. Animals are getting restless. We're getting tired. I think we gave you a good almost three hours. Yep. Close Two to hours it. and 53 minutes. God damn, I think that's pretty good. <laughs> All right, um, we'll be trying to record more, um, get our voices back out there. I'm going to be sitting down with Bethany at some point and doing one uh, where she can kind of tell her story because she's got one fucking awesome story, and you can all learn about how she came to be and you know compromised and all that good stuff and yeah. her awesome story and how we came to meet each other and all that stuff. But that's for in the future, something to look forward to. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, stay in, be amazing, and hit us up. Let us know what you're doing. Thank you, Dre. Yeah, thank you. Have a great one, everybody. Thank you for streaming along, dear listeners. This has been a Misbehaving with T-Rex and Live Hard Studios production. Time to shut the studio down and go create something new for you. As always, go out and be amazing yourselves. See you next time.